All right, Hardyanas. Here with Gregory. <laughs> what is what is it? Gege Hire. Yes, Gege yeah. Hire. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, we're here with Greg Hire, mm. um, and I just got back from Karatha. I'm feeling very grateful. <laughs> no, I got back from the mine site in Kalgoorlie. I'm feeling very grateful that we had a chat today. Mm. Um, yeah, would you, do you want to give a quick shout out because we're grateful for our Patreons as well? Um, oh. Yeah. Do, do we have to no? Just that? saying, thank you. Oh Patreons. yes, thank you, <laughs> yeah, Patreons. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We are very thankful <laughs> yeah. because it's uh, it's great with our yeah. Patreons. We can't um do what we're doing, and yep. yeah, and it's helping us move to our, our new studio, which we'll uh, tell you about with the next ep. Yeah, yeah, we'll and about um, we are very grateful for our sponsors, Raunchy. So shout out. Ian, and congratulations, <laughs> Ian Jeffrey Motors, for being the best Bosch service center in the whole of Australia. Yes, Raunchy. He won, uh, his oh yes, uh, what's the what is it? Bosch. Bosch, his Bosch one, yeah. Yeah, his, uh, he, he services cars. So if you need the best Bosch um, car servicing mm. and mechanics, it's Ian Jeffrey Motors. Classic. And uh, he's shouting me a ticket to the Star Awards um, <laughs> on Monday, which I'm very grateful for. It's the Adult Entertainers Awards night <laughs> on a Monday night. So thank you to our sponsor, Raunchy. And it's a beer that Ian actually Jeffrey. tastes good. Um, yeah, today we're joined by Greg Hira. Hira? 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 Um, yeah, what do we talk about today? Life. Life. No, Life. Uh, purpose, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gratitude, definitely yeah. one. Uh, Wolfie. Wolfie. Yeah, yeah. Wolfie that's gets it. a good that's mention the bit, at the end. That's yeah. bit. And, uh, yeah, and I think... Three uh, on three basketball for the Com Games. Yep. Um, your small penis. Yeah. <laughs> everything else. And stitching wedding. time. <laughs> yeah. Stitching time and, uh, yeah, things that we're passionate about. Oh, yeah. And um, tool, a toolkit and skills um, if you're not feeling too great. Yeah, I actually go about it. It was just an awesome chat, generally cathartic on mental health. So thanks so much yeah. for coming. Uh, Absolutely, my pleasure. Let's, Let's get, get hard. hard. Ooh. <laughs> Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Chris White says, please <laughs> disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co-host. Daniel Adelby. And Cameron Branch. I would do this and then I'd gong. <laughs> <laughs> Free in attendance for the millions listening at home. <laughs> Let's get hard. Sick. All right, let's just double check. Yeah, you look glorious. Look oh, at him. Look at fresh. him. Right hairs. Yeah. Teeth. How good. All right. So uh, you got the Chicago Bulls jumper. He's a fucking Bulls nuffy as well. <laughs> Are you a Bulls, a Bulls man? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I stuck yeah. with him. Yeah, so am I. Stuck with him. Like, I'm one of those people. Once you're with, once you, once you support someone. Yeah, never. No. Never. I feel yeah, like we. Much uh, like a Lebanese marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Lebanese, uh, we have a mutual friend before we begin. Yeah. Mm. Family, uh, or just a, an acquaintance, an acquaintance, yeah. So, yeah. we're well, we we're gonna say before the pod, we're Wanneroo boys. Are you a Woodvale boy? Uh, I am a Woodvale boy, I grew yeah. up in the KGB. The KGB, <laughs> <laughs> the Kindle, <laughs> you're Kindle, Kindle, so, uh, how'd you end up at Woodvale basketball scholarship? Yeah, yeah. yeah. um, well, yeah, I had we didn't have much money going on, so yeah, um, basketball scholarship talked me out. Um, yeah. unique, I my parents are illegal immigrants, hence no why shit. I'm, yeah, literally. So, oh. I don't know if I should be showing that on the podcast, <laughs> they're uh, allegedly, allegedly, yeah, yeah. 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 So, that's why you can't be prime minister, <laughs> is what <Yeah>. I <laughs> so you've gone from shooting bullets to shooting hoots from yeah. straight from Kundula. So, what, um, what immigrants were they? Hungarian. Really? So, yeah, they literally I only found this out trying to get a passport. So yeah. he was on a road trip. What? And then <laughs> like uh had to get a passport, went to a, uh the embassy in Sydney. I was yeah. on a road trip. Um 
they were like, you've got to provide three forms of identification. Yeah. Uh, birth certificate, citizenship papers, passport. And I was like, well, clearly if uh, I had a passport, I wouldn't be here. So yeah, that's yeah. not working out. Mm. Call mum. Uh, can you fax it through? Um, that's another thing I want to talk about faxes, how they work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so mum was like, yeah, I'll yeah, flick through birth uh, citizenship papers, but no... Um, like immigration, yeah. and I was like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, yeah, "We were illegal immigrants." Like she, when she left Hungary, Cold War, they chose like Canada and Belga. So yeah, <laughs> but it was yeah. awesome, like because um, parents like uh, you'd have a bunch of other refugees coming through. Like this soft immigration policy back yeah. then, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. mum literally her job was a babysitter. So wow. didn't speak a lick of English. Yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses was the way she like <laughs> learned how learnt the language and wow. It's pretty cool. So yeah. um, my so um, my passport was very it's not similar, yeah. but my my parents immigrated from well, my mum immigrated from England on a boat, and her name was different to her legal name when I was okay. born, and then she got married after I was born. So she got married twice. Her name was changed. So it was incredibly difficult for me to get Just a passport to. because her immigration papers had a different last name. <laughs> like I'd be or, gutted yeah. if mum birth, got deported. Birth certificate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've just ruined my mum's yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> so were they, was she illegal or was she just like no, not was, fully? No, nah, it was literally like illegal. Like it was they were when they were there. So the Australian or whatever chose like would have had like a third party external like yeah. pay us money to to send you wherever. Yeah, and they were like they knew that you're going to be uh, you'd live in in Balga for a period of time. You can choose to get out after, yeah. but you have to be there. Like mm. and so literally we I I remember my first like uh, memories was just like. It, um, Chinese, like, uh, like, are these your girlfriends or? Started young, but like, yeah, like everyone next, I'd have new best mates every week. Wow. Yeah, just right. Like new families yeah. come in. They're all working. They'll go to my mum. Yeah. Um, and so it was, it was sick. And oh, so she was babysitting, and you became friends with the like, kids. yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there's new families coming through left, right, and centre. So yeah, and that was it. Like I remember my very first yeah memories was like going to Balga, like primary, yeah. I mean, like um, pools, sneak under the fence, um, prank yeah. calls at Telstra phone boxes, yeah, and, and all that sort of stuff. So <laughs> that means that you would have spoke Hungarian as your first language. No, because I, I was born here. Okay. So Sort of shifted. Um, I s- speak like a little bit. It's um, the, apparently, it's the hardest language in the world to learn, apart from English. English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fact. Oh, mate. The only words I knew growing up was like "sia hodvol," which is "how are you," and then "enyatsi koshalabda," which is "I play basketball." Nice. So, yeah. like, when I got back, um, yeah, like to to go visit uh, family in Hungary and, and yeah. whatnot. But yeah, so I went. Uh, Balga and then went to Clarkson. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I know. So, it didn't get much better. Yeah. Like, um, and then finally, my, uh, yeah. my nephew good. just got that same scholarship at Woodvale. Oh, did he? Yeah. He's uh, in the wobble. Is that what they yeah. call it? Yeah. What, what age? So, uh, year seven? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, he plays the Junlup Wolves or Sterling or uh, Warwick? Warwick, okay. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's good. He's yeah, exactly. a shit little attitude, but yeah. he's yeah, good. Well, if podcasts don't work out, be an agent, and yeah. then yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, nah, he's a good kid. Uh, cool. Harper, I won't say his last name, but he's a he's a good kid, and he's um he's he's, a le- he's legal. He's legal. He's, he's gonna. <laughs> I, I think he has massive talent, and yeah, like I when know. I watch, he's got that sort of real go getter attitude. Okay, so excited to watch him improve over the years. But um, growth genes decide to go get him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say, as a wog, I'm Italian. Exactly the same um, thing. My nonno was escaping war. Yeah, and they had Canada to choose from. Oh wow. 
Yeah. yeah. Or it was Canada here or one of the places in South America. So they chose here. So I've got one like family in Canada. Brazil or something? Or? Yeah, yeah, it was Brazil. Oh, wow. Yeah. Legit. Mm. So What's hard yarns in Brazilian or Spanish? <laughs> in, in Italian, it's forte, but yarns would just be talk. So forte parlare. Forte parlare. Forte parlariamo. Let's talk hard. Yeah. Well, we said uh, we were just talking before the pod, yep. and um, we were talking. He's like, oh, I've answered a lot of questions. It's just going to be similar. I bet you haven't talked about <laughs> growing up no, and no, being no, an no, illegal no, no, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. 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 So that's good. Spot guy. We love um, those. Um, what's the little Hungarian dish, man, that I had? Goulash. Goulash. Goulash? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so. had that in um, in Budapest, and it was like, it's a touristy thing to go yeah. over goulash, but fucking just... Yeah, I always I, thought um, that was where the prison was, but it's goulag. <laughs> um, like, growing up, because I got tea, so my real name's not Greg. My real name's Gergele, but obviously oh. um, it was like, if said, it was uh, gay gay. So, oh like, no, mate! Obviously, yeah. got brutalized <laughs> as like an adolescent. You like, can hire a little gay guy, mate. Correct. Like it was come like first day of school roll call. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like it, the G's are coming up, and and then like yeah, it's going gurgly, <laughs> yes. and then like so I, obviously I was just like, no, nah, screw this. At some age, playing basketball, yeah. people like gay gay, and they're like laughing at you. Like, like, You're a homo, and I'm like. So what? But, yeah. but um, not that there's anything wrong yeah. with that. <laughs> but obviously, back then it's not as progressive yeah. as we're in the world now. Yeah. So I was just like, so I was like, I'm going to choose name Greg. Oh, yeah, right. So um, yeah. So that's sort of Gergele. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, and, yes. so, and I always like even um, I remember I just did a, a keynote like uh, the other week at a local government, and I remember someone in the crowd was like Gergele, like, and I was like. And it was literally um, like uh, a mum who looked after me as a young, like it was oh, like wow. one of my best mates growing up is like mum and she was like, oh, she's like, does anyone call? I was like, no. So is that on your passport yeah, or do yeah, you yeah, legally? How do you no, spell no, it? No, no, no. G-E-R-G-E-R-Y. G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R G E R um, for my year one photo, all white That's suit. So like, because mum didn't like it was just different customs. And yeah, you know, like the, the Wog Boy the movie yeah, where yeah. it brings like that massive bread. Like yeah. that was. I remember uh, we had like bring your own dish, and mum had brought like this full ceramic pot with like Sick. traditional goulash. That's yeah, dope. but like it was like for that though it was. Bring cupcake stall like to make money, and Mum's trying to sell off like goulash, like two dollars <laughs> or whatever. For, like, I'm like, man, this is. And I, I, at that time, when I was so young. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, this is cool. Yeah. But even yeah. photos of like me in her overall, and then Mum's like trying to get more ochre and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I remember being wearing. Like, so she put f- meth in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like what I'm wearing, I'm wearing like a flannel with like overalls. That's awesome. So now I'm just like, <laughs> like a what farmer. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on and no wonder why people think I'm gay like, <laughs> it's, 
Uh, that's great. So, Fuck. Uh, what? Funny. There's another. It's all. Uh, it might be Salamalo, same as the Romanians, like the cabbage in and meat. Yeah, I had some of sure. Hungarian. Oh, yeah, goulash house. is the only thing, and then the other thing I've only found this out, which is amazing, is their traditional spirit. So like you got limoncello or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Called palinka, yeah. which is like seventy percent. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was amazing when I came back. Like so, I've never had it. I uh, got. Uh, Got married, went on a honeymoon, went and saw all the family, and um, we got, it's a custom, right? So I got home. Yeah. Like we got to my auntie's house late night, my wife and I, and she's like, um, "Oh, do you want a palinka?" And I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. sure, I'll, I, I don't mind a drink." Had it, I was like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" <laughs> it's and good. I, and my wife's gonna fall pregnant in within six. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is wow, the best thing in the world, right? Like, she's gonna just, fall pregnant yeah. because. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the recipe yeah. for raunchy, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually good. But it's then raunchy. it was like awesome because then like my <laughs> uncle, it's like a custom. So then at like eleven or twelve, they're like traditional stove. Um, sorry, fire in the backyard, putting goulash in a pot, Sick. and then everyone's just smashing palinka and. And then like how um, many shots get you pissed oh mate i reckon like two yeah um, right but wow. so then i just like when it was like duty free like i was like load me up with like bottles wow yeah. and my uncle his dad um like he he so you're allowed like 50 or 100 liters for each individual over the age of 18 so he like what? he literally oh, it's a make to make yeah oh, wow. yeah, yeah i thought you said to bring back to no, australia no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, so he was like all right sweet so um he, what he did was he built a ho- home next to his son. So he was like, yeah, there's, you've got six kids, like over the age of 16. They're all, so he could do like 600 That's litres. That's awesome. <laughs> just these massive tanks and they put like, you know, pear, just fermented fruit and alcohol. It's it's like yeah. moonshine, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but that's all he did, like as a this old fella. Like I, I rocked up there. He's like eating an onion on the porch. Fuck yeah. Like, oh, times are tough, eh? Yeah, his like, <laughs> yeah. Wife, full underarm hair. Like, oh my like God. chicken. I'm like, where am I? But this is amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. My wife's like, Authentic. we've just come back from the Greek islands. And then we're fucking this, Shrek eating an <laughs> onion. <laughs> and then he's like, you want to pull? I'm like, it's 9.30, mate. And he yeah. like has it, goes, has a sleep, <laughs> wakes up, does it again. But I brought it back and it was amazing because it was the best thing. Like then after every time teammates or... Bucks parties, I'm like, yes, yeah. please don't bring it out. And then I'm like, it just made an absolute shit show. <laughs> it did it taste it. like, was it taste? It was actually was good. It like, like, it yeah. wasn't, no, no, no. Like, there was different ones. And then they sell it, like, commercial ones yeah. where it's, like, you know, a bit flavoured. But yeah. it actually is, like, it's, oh, mate, I'm a massive fireball guy. So, like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's, like, yeah, Full sort blood. of having them, like, holy shit. Like, is that, like, uh, grappa? Grap- yeah, yeah, it's that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. Like, it's... um. Yeah, but it's good. Like, I actually think the homemade's better than the commercial stuff. Of course. Yeah. Like, they they haven't ended up putting a million sugars. Because it doesn't have a, a, a love. No love. <laughs> <laughs> no love. <laughs> it's also more dangerous because if they fuck up the recipe, you just... You go blind. Oh, like mate, that's that, was, it. that was the thing. He was <laughs> like... True. It's true. That's why you go, I'm fucking blind. So like, literally. I yeah. was... The funny thing is, is, like, taking that through customs, like, uh, like... Because I had it and they're like, what is this? Mm. And I'm like, just please don't open and smell. Because oh. I'd be like, this is... Yeah, yeah adrenochrome. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> 90, 90% or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Love it, love it, love well, it. So they didn't smell it, they just took your word for it? No, they didn't even <laughs> check it. No, what? no, no. Oh, mate. Oh, it's like I had more, I had like... I had my wife and the four liters, and then obviously I'm always buying. So I would have had more alcohol than yeah, right. what was expected. So yeah, that's it. Got through. Yeah, yeah allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Just like his parents got through. So does that mean it was higher a Hungarian name where you changed that as well to nah, be more English? So Hiri is, is a. Ah. So my, my 
uh, old man is Romanian. Yeah. Um, so that's there. But my mum's name's Sorter. So, nice. um, yeah. but like, they, I've kept my last name. Uh, parents split up. And yeah. So they, so my brother and my mum um, are all sorted. So I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm, I reckon I'm the the, mo- the only one bar Kennards. So I'm the only hire in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty common. So, but that's such a. It's actually one of those like uh, you know the immigrants come to another country they to well. create success yeah. for their children, and yeah, you're yeah. like a perfect example, like a real genuine example I'm of the like, actual real life yeah. boy. No, yeah. um, <laughs> I think Balga from memory. That's a international school as well. Hey, where kids go to learn English. Oh, I wouldn't even have a clue, mate. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I left at year three, so... Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, well, everyone graduates back in year three, so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well. um, all got bullied my way out yeah. of year three, so... Yeah, I don't... It's funny, because even I was on a... Like a selection panel for an awards last year, and uh, I think like, it was like Girawine or another school was like up for nomination, and they were... they were like I'm just using this example. They were like... They were going up against like Trinity yeah. and like, you know, this other like St. Mark's or something. I'm like, what yeah. chance? And I and yeah. so like even without listening, I was like, Girawine wins. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, nah. For them to even be a finalist is has like... To be and huge. Then, yeah, and they're like, they just taught the kids how to tie a shirt. I'm like, nah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's yeah. sick. It's a like, win. Not yeah. Trinity or whatever like yeah. that. So... Yeah. Um, they've got... Oh, mate, good. I used to be a teacher for 10 years and... um the Greenwood have an ESL program, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure Balga have the ESL program. But those kids were the best because they what's that English speaking English language? as a second language? Oh, okay, so those kids loved it, man, because the fact that they were learning in that school and mm. not dodging bombs, they like had the best fucking. Which time. is nuts, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. I um when I worked in Leaderville, uh, the private school there, oh, I don't know where it is. Same deal. They had kids that didn't speak uh, English yeah. and um, didn't realize like I was running a basketball clinic. And yeah. there's like a plane went off, and like kids would like oh, just like the, the n- normal buy or like sort of knowledge or whatever, they'd like sort of hiding or like scared. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Wow. And I was just like, yeah, or they they wouldn't like me yelling, like in yeah. terms of games, because it wow. sort of like reminded them of a, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, what traumatic experiences did they live through? It's one of those things of yeah. context, isn't it? Like, you got to have some gratitude oh, for, for where we absolutely, live. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Crazy. But um, there, uh, I was in Karatha and I met. Caught up with my mate Sheep, um, <coughs> Ryan Coleman, who got um, sort of cut off during COVID, him and his missus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he got a job. He's a sparky. Yeah. Never taught in his life, man. His missus is a primary school teacher. He got a job teaching year four. Like, in Carafa? Uh, no, in, um, sorry, I should have said in uh, Moldova, okay, I think it yeah. was, uh, and in South America. So she was teaching Mondo- Moldova. He got a job in South America oh, teaching yeah. year four, and he's an electrician. Why is he in Carafa? Uh, I, I met them. They've moved to Karatha. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. They've moved to Karatha now. Mm. So I was up there for gigs yeah, yeah. last week. And um, they messaged because his missus got a job up there. And yeah. we were chatting. And he's like, yeah, man, I had to teach English <laughs> to kids in one of the South American countries. But then they moved to Moldova. Yeah. And while she was teaching at Moldova, the Ukrainian war happened. Oh, and they, their school was shaking. Like oh the God. fuck, the bombs have gone off, and that the the principals were like just trying to be cool, like yeah, no, nah, there's nothing to worry about. And all the kids, she said, were like listening everything they said. Is this a test? It was the easiest class she ever taught because they just wanted to get out. But of I there feel like it leave. would be the best test, more so obviously that. But um, you can't be wrong. 
like if you're an English teacher, they're not proving you like hundred nah, percent incorrect. Like, yeah. Yeah. like if you went to a school and teach chemistry, like nah, you're, you're yeah, wrong. yeah, 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 yeah. Trust my word. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a sparky. So <laughs> <laughs> some of them spoke better than him. He said, yeah. but yeah, when they left, like they were like, "What the fuck?" That's crazy. Uh, they were acting, playing it down, and then after they realized what was happening with the war and that, because it was li- they were feeling the bombs hit and the school was shaking, they had to take. They then Fuck. later on when it all settled and they moved, they were like, "What's the go?" Because there was Americans in the school, so they and the diplomats yeah, were all yeah. there. They had to leave. Oh my goodness! And the principal said, "Oh no, nah, we were absolutely shitting ourselves." We but you we remain calm to, for the yeah. They, they were like, "We thought we were dead." <laughs> so oh my god, yeah. I was just thinking those kids love being at school compared to my kids at Ellenbrook. <laughs> they were like, "Fuck you, sir!" Yeah, <laughs> fucking suck my dick, sir. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, uh, I won't, but gay gay will. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. certainly, obviously, uh, you are a good feel good story. If that's mm. well, didn't didn't realize yeah. uh, you were illegal, well, you yeah. not you, but your parents were illegal yeah. immigrants. So to go on to what you've achieved uh, before we go on to where you're at now, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, how many championships did you play in? Yeah, four. Oh, I play. I won four. One four. Um, and then played, I think, in six grand finals. Wow. Yeah, in ten years. And so. your final game was a. Final game, yeah, was on Melbourne, which was um, yeah, we had we've never won on like the home like court, which was um, a bit upsetting. <laughs> no, it was awesome. I loved oh, it because yeah. oh, when you win a championship, um, which you win your first one, you're like, man, this is yeah. sick. This yeah. is the best day of my life. Uh, my wedding and what it was. For my children. And, but anyway, like, um, it was really good. And the next two sort of years, like, we won and we're like, oh, this is easy. And then yeah. it, you lose a couple and it gets back there. But um, what I loved most was I think after maybe the year three one, first one, like. Is that a um, bagger or the third year? <laughs> <laughs> year uh, three. The first one when it was like. You're in the, like already in the crowd, and it was sick because we beat Adelaide. Uh, we played game three on a Sunday at twelve o'clock. So like, I was sourced by you know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and we hadn't won one ever. Like, why hadn't won one? They sent us to Bali because our biggest sponsor was Alcohol Think Again. So they're like, we can't like have you guys messing yeah. up in the newspaper. So they're like, go so to go Bali. to Bali where, <laughs> where <laughs> alcohol mixes with Australians <laughs> are even was better. The most idiotic thing in hindsight. <laughs> like, they were like, here's like. 20,000 or whatever it was and we had this eight like um, <laughs> fuck off out of here bedroom villa in like yeah. Changu <laughs> it's the first time I felt like I was LeBron James no Australian yeah, no Australian budget there. like um, yeah. and I was just like man what is going on like I was like yeah it was stupid But and they brought us back and then which was like a recruiting <laughs> pitch. Like, guys, like, did you guys go to Bali last year? And we're like, yeah. So we won it. And it was like, Bali? And then they're like, no, no, no. Like, that was idiotic. Because I was like, that was stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. But um, and then th- three. But then, like, uh, Championship three, it was a really cool thing where, like, um, our coach, Matt Nielsen, who's now over at the Spurs, he made it to the club. He was like, uh, when we win, fuck off. Like, he goes, we're going to have this moment um, for an hour. Like, um, team, we'll just be able to ha- sink a few beers, yep. um, enjoy it, um, and then we'll bring family in after, like, 45. And I actually was like, that was really cool because, yeah. Yeah. you know, you get caught up and then you're like, there's media and yeah. there's photos and you're just like, whatever. And you sort of, you know, you just want to have a beer with your mates like, yes. and, and share that. So being on, game like, Championship four on the home court. Mm. Like in there, it was literally us. It was like um, whoever families travelled across, the players, mm. and then just us. And it, so, yeah. like, it was um, like nothing. Like, it was just 
cool. We went to the lounge and we're just like still in our uniforms and yeah. like drank as much and then ran out of grog on the plane and <laughs> um, <laughs> like the fans were there and then like because we, I guess people weren't expecting us to win. Like um, the piss off was at like Fremantle um, Cricket Club. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting this on my like yeah. last yeah. like celebration. Um, to Thinking the about barley like yeah, <laughs> yeah correct. How, how far we've turned, you know? Like and I, then I lost all my. Um, my like championship rings and forgot everything. Oh my god! Oh no! Yeah, like, like they gone gone or you lost them? I found nah, them again. Oh, mate, I'm, I mean, I'm a forgetful person. We had like um, oh, it would have been maybe year three or something. I um, like I got done and they were like parade in the city um the next day. I dropped the championship trophy one year. It broke. Oh like, my god! Yeah, I was just like done, and so then, and obviously everyone's like, oh, Greg, and I. <laughs> I was always expecting, like, um, when contract time, time, contract time came, they'd go, we're not renewing your contract. Not because you're not playing well. You're just irresponsible. I played hard, but I partied a lot yeah. harder. And so I was just like – and I'd go, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so – but I got there. I was in all my, like, staff. And then um, I remember, like, leaving and going, like, got home. And Ains, my wife's like, where's – um." Like your shoes, your <laughs> uniform, the championship ring. Who's this playing like, with you? Fuck, I don't even have my wedding ring. And so I'm like, oh, shit. And fuck. then, so then I was like, ah, right. And I was like, I'll, I'll do it. I'll check it later. And so then um, I'm like, yeah, it'll come up anyway. Message in the club. They're like, I don't know where it is. And I'm like, oh, man, this is like <laughs> bad. And so then I put up this tweet. Next thing you know, it's like gone viral and everyone. And then I get this like phone call like the next day. And they're like, hey, um, I think we've got a bag and it's yours. And I'm like, uh, uh, what sort of bag? Sort of bag? <laughs> 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 um, I've never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> a backpack or a 24? Um, so anyway, they're like, it's got a Wildcats logo, GH and four. I'm like, it's clearly my fucking bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was security, like the security guards. Oh. And I was like, were they never ever going to like tell me? And so then I had like, but it was like annoying and I had to like go, dro- like yeah. drive there. Mm. Given like a signed <laughs> jersey and like all this yeah. to get my own stuff. That he was just yeah. doing his job securing the <laughs> bag. So, um, but it worked out. But yeah, no. So yeah, won that four. But it was it was crazy. It's been amazing. Like obviously winning the four. Um, I retired in 2019. COVID hit, and I've been playing three on three basketball, which is like the 2020 of of yeah. basketball. Yeah, and so it was sick. Like I got done. When played in Puerto Rico for tournaments, Amsterdam for like a week. So that was obviously sick. Sick, the best, yeah. best time nice. of life. Amsterdam's and very average. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so it was all this and then like traveling like Indonesia and Philippines, all these Is countries. Is that playing for Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sick. was like um, nothing I expected. And then um, so yep. I, I did that for three years and then – I was like, Com Games came up. So it was an Olympic sport, three on threes now in the Olympics. Yeah. So I yeah. it. Then it got sort of delayed and I was like, nah, no chance. And then 2020, like last year, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put myself up for um, for selection. Like I obviously still play yeah. somewhat. Um, and it sort of shows where I was at in life. And so they were like, all right, we're going to obviously select our um, camp tryouts or the selection camp. And I, was, I got this email, mate calls me. Uh, Jesse's like, oh, have you you get an email? Are you in the squad? I'm like, yeah, I'm in the squad. So I like read the squad. I get this email whilst I'm in the drive thru of KFC ordering my stock standard. Thanks, <laughs> 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 Congratulations, you've got a camp in like 
two months, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like a world, maybe I shouldn't have these wicked wings. But um, yeah. But yeah, so I put myself through that, and then yeah, went to Com Games last year. Like, um, wow. and got silver medal. And um, who did we lose to? England by uh, fuck. That's so oh, weird. It was um. You wouldn't. Well, I don't think. I think English. I don't think basketball. Yeah, but that's why like whole legacy maybe. <laughs> no, no, like it's crazy. That's why three x three, three on three is um appealing because oh. like oh was it three on three com games correct mm. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah Sorry, so yeah. like Latvia won Olympic gold and they're never going to compete in five and five because realistically you actually only need two studs like whereas yeah. if you're playing like Team USA you need a 10 12 yeah. and incredible players yeah. mm. so like you only need two and ideally three great players so yeah. like England because it's the com games on home soil they yeah. like like let's get our best players mm. and they're going. So they spent like six months like training him and spe- sending him around the world wow. to verse us. And we would have been kind of like, I tore my groin in the second game. So, ah. um, repeat from Bali. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now nah, from the Um But now nah, like, so it's amazing. And we're sort of saying before with, with the ultra marathon, like what, uh, you realize you, your body can, can do, do like when you're like yeah. my because I was like um, I was like I'm done and so I was like just get me to like the medal games and, and professional I, sports they'll give you drugs like mm. yeah. I played with a um, you know like Grammar <laughs> joint <laughs> where they just jab it up and you're like yeah it's fine and now like I've obviously got issues with it but um, when you're over at Com Games it's AOC like stuff so you don't um, you're not doing any of that like yeah. th- they'll say have you had ibuprofen before have you had like panadol and you're like yeah of course like, yeah yeah you know, that, that's fine like yeah and so i'd be like just jab it up and they're like no no we can't because you could have further injury i'm like i'll sign a waiver i don't care yeah, yeah, like, yeah. i don't want to be feeling it um but yeah finally got to like that last game and sort of the coach was like you're not great higher like that your normal like run around you just have to be like a little bit subdued but amazing now you're gay gay Hollywood ending. well it's still, still second still best medals. in the world is, yeah, is awesome yeah. or on the Commonwealth so yeah all the so that you wanted them to jab them. up your groins oh, <laughs> I would have done anything like yeah if I don't want to feel my groin I just have a bunch of M oh fuck but um uh, that's that spins me out because uh, I saw that they added to the Olympics, yeah. Um, and I've never actually spoke to anyone about three on three because my understanding mm. of three on three is it's like and one street ball, yeah. But what's your main difference between five and three? And is there a team of five, two on the bench? How does it even yeah, work? Because so like of four, um, oh, so just one on the bench, one on the bench. It's way more physically demanding than yeah. a normal game because, of course, yeah. Like I'm five and five. I rode. Bryce Cotton's coattail for the last three years. He won me. I didn't win championship. Yeah. Bryce won me championship. Yeah. Everyone um, puts Greg yeah. in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, but that's why like three x three, three and three is the it's pure basketball. It's that's like sick. you can't hide. Like you, they'll pick on you if you can't play defense. You get the ball. It's like while we start playing basketball. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's like it is street ball. The the difference is it's obviously. So street ball, like where you get scored on, check it. It it's constant. Like it's like F forty five on steroids. Yeah, like right. You mm. score, you throw it out. It's right back in. It's yeah. physically like uh, fouls aren't that common. You can't get fouled out. So like Sick. you once you <laughs> seven fouls, it's like a lot more. You can other teams score two points. So yeah, it's that um, element. Like it hurts that's pretty you. cool. So if you seven fouls, then it starts doubling. Correct. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's and that's smart. If it gets up to ten for that, so you can't just like go. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's 
It is crazy. Um, and so... What's the length of um, quarters or well, halves? first or? to 21 points or 10 minutes. So, but oh, games, I like this, man. Games cool. rarely get to 10 people score. But if, if you get down to 10 uh, minutes, mate, like you're, you're spent. Cooked. Yeah, like you're wow. like... It's the most um, physically challenged I've ever felt. Like there's times where like I've been... Um, like I'm like there is no I can't move and yeah. I'm like no, I got to like there's possessions you're like boxing cardio nearly yeah and it's funny like when I made the Puerto Rican we went we should do the qualify first time ever for the men's team and um, I remember getting smashed um, like and it was like you'd taken off a concussion right and um, but we had a guy who tore his groin as well so <laughs> the coach they were like um gonna have to like sub out i was like no, no i'm fine and i'm like F- can't even like go <laughs> it's around. not even your coach you're talking yeah. to the opposition <laughs> and so the umpire was like you're not it's not safe and then they like go they're like yeah but life's more important and i was like not right now like you know and they're like what is going on but i was like you can't sub out like and so it is nuts um like and so even the world cup was just in austria last did week did you win that game though or did you lose no we like won 20? no no, no <laughs> we won no, they got, it, got it through um but like the the, the tournament in, in Austria, um, you, you see it like if teams lose a player, you know, rolled ankle or whatever, yeah. they're automatically they're in a bad position. Yeah. So um, I love it because like for me, again, you get to travel around the world. It gives a little bit of parity for like, mate, Mongolia are like a team that are known because they've invested. Like who would have ever thought Mongolia yeah. yeah. ever playing? Latvia won their very first medal ever. Um, yeah. Because of three x three basketball, wow. so for me, like Netherlands, like they've done really cool things, and a Netherlands um, dudes are huge as well. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. They're just um, brick shit houses. Yeah. So like Serbia beat Serbia is a powerhouse. Like yeah. Nikola yeah. uh, Jokic just actually spoke about it on an interview. They're like talking about playing, and he goes, "Mate, um, he goes, you can't find a court free right now in Serbia." Yeah. He goes, "Everyone's playing three on three because like that's actually more popular than now it is because yeah." Um, Especially yeah, like his the, success at the moment. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's, I it's guess the good thing is five on five will never lose its popularity. No, 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 and no. three on three is just going to come up and match it, right? Right. I don't, I don't think you'll ever compete. I think, yeah. I mean, as a tradition, as a tourist, of, I'm yeah. always like five. But for me, I look at it like young kids. I coach, coach, uh, coach my son's team, which is like one of the most challenging things in my life. I was going to say. Um, I actually think that's where they can play three and three basketball, like mm. um, even because it's like spacing, right? It's like yeah. Oz kick. You like there's forty kids around a, a football. Yeah, like three and three, like it's it's wide. Like you can do Get it. They'll out. pass it around. So I think um, in essence, some coaches think it's a hindrance because like they don't want their own kids like bullying, you know, like smashing people and whatnot. Yeah. But I think. You know, what do you, as a parent, what do you always like? My kid doesn't touch the basketball enough. My kid doesn't touch the footy enough. Like yeah. in that, you're actually forced because you have to do it. So oh, yeah. it's, it's interesting. Good. Like uh, while you're on that, like the parents coaching oh, and stuff okay. like that, the the pressures they go on, the, the selflessness as well. Yeah. They put in so much time. It's unpaid. You yeah, know, and yeah, they're trying yeah. and they're trying to teach little fucking yeah, shits. Yeah. Really, let's be honest. Like my like my nephew, um, <laughs> his team. Like he they're, teach they're, little shit. Yeah, yeah, like my nephew. Yeah, yeah. Is I, I love him, Pause. but like they're all like they're you know they're going <laughs> through those changes where they're no, being so. rebellious. They don't yeah, want to. Yeah. Fight Imagine them. doing it for a career. Um, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like uh, Elaine of uh, life skills. <laughs> <laughs> now, so I taught. Um, I was drama trained, phys ed major, drama minor. Yeah, and then did my first um, relief. Science, I loved it, so I did switch program. I ended up doing um, special needs kids for oh, science and maths, 
um, for years I had like my own program yeah. and then the last three years of teaching um, they gave me ATAR chemistry because I'd put in fucking like mm. every year they would look who's the hard class who's this kid yeah. the shit kids in yeah. air quotes that aren't shit kids they just teachers yeah, don't yeah, have right, any personality yeah, yeah. and don't know how to have a laugh <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I get the hard classes and then eventually I was like look man six years I've had the hardest classes yeah. and it's not just once yeah, normally yeah. you'd have them once and that's it I would have them for maths and science three out of five periods a day mm. yeah okay. and then they were like, all right so they gave me ATAR chemistry and extension and then just one mm. special and it was the dream like for the last yeah because you had that combination of going I've got the shit kids yeah which I think like yeah I mean I I embrace like I love going yeah. to the doing that but then you've got Sometimes you just need some time off. Hundred yeah. yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah, and even the, it's mind numbing because they're at such a low level. Yep. Every day you're just trying to build these low level skills. So yep. mentally, it was not very challenging for me. The challenge was to figure out how to put it in a way that was fun, engaging, and they were learning something. Yep. So that mm. was quite rewarding. But then doing ATAR Chem, I was learning stuff again myself, mm. which is really cool because yep. like if I didn't quite get something. I'd make sure I knew the insides and outs of it so then I could explain it well to mm. the kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, but it was it was wicked. Like, And there is no such thing as shit kids. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I called them I always say shits, sh- I say shit. <laughs> no, no, I, I would agree like in, in social sports and yeah. stuff, like there would be a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, of course. But when it's like, they go, oh, they're just a shit kid. It's like, nah, like mm. every kid inherently wants to learn. Like it's a oh, weird absolutely. thing. They yeah. want to learn. And to see the progress in these kids that uh, like yeah. Elena has put in all this time, not just to her kids who are in that team, like all the kids in that team, yeah. and it's also it's selfless, like yeah, it's yeah. selfless yeah, to try and watching them develop from, like I said, little shits to kids who really want to learn and yeah. want to better themselves and get better. It's it's, re- it's really good to watch sports. From the outside. You're a little bit luckier, especially, but when it comes to getting if it's a mixed sex class, it's always hard as well. Yeah, yeah. but with young kids. They don't see you as wildcat, yeah, yeah, a nah. superstar. That you're just some kid's dad trying oh, to tell yeah, them what yeah. to do, or no? Nah, it's a bit of both. Sometimes because like you've got dads that are like, oh, it's perfect. So I've even like I was joking around as one of the dads is like, you don't realize how lucky you are. You've got like a four time imperial champion, and or like yeah. the other day mm. we were going to watch the links, and I was walking uh, by Bendat um, Stadium, and there's all the championship photos on the walls, yeah. and like on the on the windows, and my son's uh, mate was like. Oh, hey, there's your dad. And <laughs> my son was like, my son hate, doesn't like the Wildcats. Yeah, he, right. He goes for the Cairns Taipans because he's, he's a massive re, uh, reptile fiend. So yeah. he like loves that and he loves Queensland. Yeah, right. So yeah, okay. he's a Brisbane Lions fan and like he was like, is there any other football team? And, and I was like, let's yeah, stay yeah, like, let's the Wildcats. <laughs> like, and he goes for the Cairns Taipans just because it's mate. So yeah. it's like actually frustrating because I'm like, man, like we've been in the <laughs> Eagles club room. So I'm like, go say g'day. The, yeah. These guys come in and he's like, dad, I don't really care. When's Lockie Neal coming? <laughs> Town, oh but he's still like, and it's, like but so yeah. like in that setting though like in, even he had a year six guy come down to mentor um my son and uh, he goes oh your dad's the wildcats player and he's like yeah cool like the taipans beat the wildcats the <laughs> <laughs> but in saying that though like you talk about that i love i think like life lessons like everyone like even when you transition from sport uh, to the business world or real world i'm like yeah. sport is the real world like yeah. it's not that um, the life lessons are freaking amazing, and yeah. so like you know, the, when we first started, I remember like I wrote up this lesson plan. I'm sure maybe it's like teaching, right? Yep. And I was like, ah, this will be good, and like within 30 seconds, I was Gone like, man, shit. what is this? And I put my pocket, uh, put it away, but I had like three kids that wouldn't leave their mum, like on the side. 
um, you know, other kids that couldn't like, have anything. And it was the growth in those kids like throughout the season. Like, mm. yeah, they would know if they were winning or not. I would yeah. know. We got absolutely pumped. We won a few games. But like yeah. I say, there's like some kids that might not score for two or three years. Yeah. But they still rock up like just with like... I love that. En- energy. And I remember there was this one kid. It's me clubbing it with the girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was struggling to like, you know, he doesn't dribble, but... Rocks up every week and he's just this most resilient kid. And on the last week, he like stole the ball. Sick. And, um, you know, the um, parents were like, oh, well done, mate. And he like looked and just smiled. And I was like, man, that's, that's so yeah. good. Yeah. And so good, eh? I go on the weekend um, and I was watching my nephew play. And there's like players yelling at the coaches. I'm seeing parents stand up in the corner, telling the instructor. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, you know, from this age of six and eight, we have just this pure, and it's like, yes. they love it, right? And yeah. we teach them. And there's, look, mate, there's, there the was parents. a coach there, a coach there that our team got better and they should, they were winning and they were like bullying, like they were like holding their ball above their heads like to our kids who are five and six versus eight years old. Yeah, and yeah, I'm just yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> and then the next time we play him, he's doing well and the coach is like goes, you guys should be embarrassed. We should be like eight, eight years old. I think seven, eight years oh old. And I'm like, God. I'm like, Really? And I just said, like, yeah. mate, here, there's my kids. They're, like, twerking. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. But I love it. Like, mm. um, my sanity towards the end, I was like, I'm done. Like, yeah. kick, you can come in and, like, do it. Yeah. But um, You need you know, so much patience. Mate, absolutely. Yeah, mm, no. Man, but like, I think my, that's my parenting style. Like, yeah. my wife always says, like, for me, I'm, you know, like, trying to talk through it. And even these, like, you know, I, I like look at it and go – like again, how many of these guys will become pro or even like even just playing representative basketball like yeah. your nephew? Like it's mm. like statistics are against him. Yeah. So for me, it's like if those kids are like uh, excited, rock up, develop communication skills, yeah. how to work together, how yeah. to like embrace failure in a good way. Yeah. Like oh, that's, that's super, my win, right? Super so, important that right. embracing failure oh, and then like, being resilient right. from yeah. like yeah. and not giving like participation awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh, mate, it's absolutely. important when they're six, seven. Mm. Eight, but as you get older, you no. still need to understand the value of winning the value of losing. Yeah, as well. absolutely. Yeah. No, mate, it's like even when you watch, um, like they turn off the scoreboard, and I'm like, kids are smart. Yeah. Like they're down 80 to nil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me they're like, oh, there's zero zero. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that the score? Like, you don't no, have to absolutely. protect them from that either. They <laughs> yeah. see worse things at home and in like on TV. Yeah, I think, I um, like, yeah, learning the, the value in being strong in a loss and right. and and holding composure being respectful and and shaking the opposition's yeah, hands when you lose is yeah. very important but then fucking hold on to that and then use that as your drive oh, to agree. go right fuck I don't want to feel like that again I want to win so yeah, this yeah, is yeah. it's okay to have that aspirations to win that drive to be better but Obviously, be admirable and be respectful in a yeah. loss, and, and then, then crush them. So yeah, like teaching my nephew, teaching anyone, teaching my daughter. Yeah. It's okay, not that it's okay to lose, but to lose, yeah, 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 but yeah. to lose with grace. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's a difference. Mm. I think. Oh, look, you know, I always, I say this when I do keynotes. Or I say to my son, and you know, it's funny because like he'll, like he'll he'll lose, and he'll go, "It's okay to lose." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's okay to lose." But yeah. and he's like, well, and it's like if I learn from it, like absolutely, brother. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you don't know if you're going to do it across country and you're doing it like, I want that feeling. If you don't win, like it's good. But then, what are you doing to like it's work? It's not a bad thing. And I always say that. Like, um, I think our greatest growth is from our darkest times. Yeah. And so, my greatest wins have come from our biggest losses. Like we had to lose a few grand finals to win a grand final. Mm. And, you know, I, I, I say that like naturally, like society and we've got this label that failure is a bad thing we 
freaking hate it. Like, no yeah. one looks at the Eagles at the bottom of the ladder and goes, sick, that's awesome. Like, yeah. I didn't walk off the Wildcats game when I lost and was like, oh, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but I always say this, like, my son learned walking from failure. Like, yeah. he didn't just, like, stand up all of a sudden and go, like, oh, I'm ready to walk. Like, yeah. Yeah, human nature, he's, you know, evolution, all these sorts of things. But mm. as we get later in life, we're hardwired to hate failure and that's yeah. that fear of flight response. And, and it was just a good thing, right? Like, mm. if yeah. you're not fearful of, like... Uh, a bank robber coming in and yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, get shot, right? But um, yeah. but I think that is it. Like my son, nine months old. Like you know, we and it's part of like why I sort of retired in that sense. Same, wasn't fearful of failure. Learns how to walk. Five years old, rides his bike. I'm next to him. Mm. He's like, Dad, piss off. Like, I That's so I'm, good. I'm really good. Now at seven, like failure now becomes his validation. Yeah. And so mm. like externally. You know, he loses and he goes, like, other people are telling him, oh, it's a, it's a bad thing. or And, and intrinsically, uh, egotistical, he's, like, yeah. going, oh, maybe it is, right? And so as we get older, that fear comes worse. But yeah. absolutely, right? Like, sure, you, you know, you were sort of speaking at the very start. Like, your very first podcast, you watch, and you're like, man, I was shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, mm. but then you're like, I watch it, get learn, a bit, I get growth, yeah. right? But... And we all say that it's normal, but again, we hate failure. Well, like we hate making mistakes. We hate losing. You like, see, yeah. uh, Giannis. Yeah, I loved it. But yeah. in that, even in that, that setting, right? Incredible. Like as a as an elite athlete, I went pussy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I was fucking, like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. do I want it? But then I'm like, man, like. I actually did love it, right? Mm. Like yeah. it was measured. He knew he was waiting for it for a year. Yes. Like absolutely. But I think um, for that, like. Absolutely, I think as elite athletes, um, you, you're still going to be like ingrained in that and, and that. Like that's that competitive desire. Yeah. But even like the the guys, like people, like oh, it's not the mumba mentality. You know, like the Kobe Bryant, rest yeah. in peace. But mm. like he would have not said that, and you're like, no, that's a lie because there's clips of him saying so, that as well. Yeah. So, you know, he would just worked harder. Right. Until he got absolutely. It. Yeah. yeah. And um, and what I do hope is that yeah, Giannis like does win one. Yeah. And can like go back and go. Fucking see. Correct. Yeah. But mm. I did love it. <laughs> what and I love so it. People that don't know what, what Gianna said, they were like, has this season been a failure, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and he, he just said, no, it's just a it's just a a, a learning yeah. uh, a learning process on the way to success. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I love that and I more so when he went back at the report and it's like you you don't get a promotion every year, you yeah. know, like and all that and I think that is it, like that purpose. If he doesn't grow from it or they get worse or he, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff. But uh, mm. right way, perfect. Yeah. Um, I love it. But I, I guess those sorts of pressures do come back on elite athletes yeah. quite a lot. And that's why I find it quite – and this segues into what you, you're doing now yep. with the mental health stuff. Those pressures are obviously <coughs> uh, – especially at the elite level. Yeah. Fucking the, the social media, yep. Me, yep. like media, news. Yeah. Uh, just people in general being in the public eye. It's so much more than it used to be. Yeah. So that's added pressures on top of what we're, they're already experiencing yeah, with yeah. their own self, you know, pressures yeah, self, yeah, of, of, of expectations, expectations of how they're okay. going to achieve their goals, how they're going to perform nightly. Um, how they're going to identify. And it's, <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite interesting because I do know that obviously exercise is a very uh, – it's it's what one and a half times better than any sort of medication we can yep. use yep. in regards to um, to mental health. Yep. But I've always found that strange. Oh, there's so many athletes, and I guess it's the yep. combination of that. I did also read a study where too much exercise can actually 
detrimental. Yeah, it can go yeah. the other yeah. way, which I guess, which is what's happening with these elite um, yeah. sort of athletes. And but the pressures added with the probably the overstimulation stimulation might be a, a factor, yeah. I guess. Absolutely. I mean, obviously being in that space heavily, like um, COVID, sort of magnified it quite a bit, right? Like uh, one when that structure is taken away from an individual, um, like you know. Like we're habitual as humans, so you know seventy percent of our day is habits or routine, right? Mm. Like from what you're doing on that the standard nine to five, if you live that life, right? Yeah. So yeah. take that away from your life, messes you up completely, right? Like yeah. so, imagine a swimmer uh, that's for fifteen part of fifteen years of their life um, looking at a black line that is like, hey, come here in the gym. You're at six o'clock, seven thirty. You're eating. You're going to get physio at the gym. Rah rah, and then that's it. Their life, and then all of a sudden, <coughs> yeah, they might be doing some mm. sort of study and whatever, but they don't have that structure in life. Um, black, black lines matter. <laughs> <laughs> so then, when you look at sports, like say professional sports, like I think uh, you know, Black Dog Institute might have done something with the AIS. I think that was like maybe a pretty significant amount of percentage I think like maybe 42 or 44 percent of, of athletes had, had suffered from a mental health condition and that like sort of uh, from an elite standpoint um, was this through the pandemic yeah the and I think obviously and taking that structure but taking away the competitive sort of side to it mm. and whatnot. so once they've retired you mean or no, is no, that, currently okay. yeah, yeah like in terms it was a pretty oh there's above like you know you sort of say sorry 44 might, it might have been like 30 but like one in four suffer mm. but like it was higher from an athlete perspective yeah. but I surely think you, like just uh, yeah because I think it's the the external factors, so injury, form slumps, yeah. contract, media, yeah, <laughs> that validation, your own uh, mm. motivation, and, and and whatnot. Um, so I don't think, I think it's highlighted. I think it's more so because it's media driven. So like you hear, mm. you know, what ten years ago, right? Like would have still had the same statistics. It's just yes, um, Ian Thorpe or. Um, any other athlete isn't opening up because of stigma. Yeah. Mm. And it's just the same in the general community sense. Like 30, 40 years ago, we know of the uncle that was an alcoholic. Yeah. We mm. know of the crazy auntie and, you know, like mental health conditions have always just been there. Yeah. It's just like more and more prominent because statistically there's more research and data highlighting this, yeah. right? Like I say this, like from a uh, mental health sector, like I go, Know, family members, you know, so like, but they just were like, oh, no, 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 they didn't take their own life. Like, it was, um, you know, issues because there was still that stigma and that perception in the community. Yeah. So, mm. I think it's highlighted more now because it's, you know, say one athlete comes out, it's like, oh, you're a hero, right? Yeah. And it's being, and absolutely, I think you need to normalize that from from your role models and your heroes because yeah. uh, we see that um, sport and right or wrong, progressive in that sort of space, but highlights the sort of issues and change that, right? Yeah. Like, and um, so more and more those individuals highlighting that they deal with something yeah. um, can be powerful. So I remember Wayne Schwoss was one of the mate, ones that incredible. was the most important, right? Because coming from the alpha community of AFL, yeah, he was one of the. Th- from my memory in my time, it was one of the early people that came yep. out, but only once he retired, right? Yeah, no, mate, I, I say this now, mate, like, um, you know, in my 10 years, uh, I, can, I can't obviously speak and now what's happening, but say in, uh, I had 10, 10 clubs and there's 12 or 15 rosters, so like 150 a year, there wouldn't be much turnover. But say mm. in that 10 years, 280 or 300 people go through the system in that 10-year span, right? Mm. So statistics will show one in four suffer from a mental health condition, just in general <sighs> population, right? Yeah. Adults. Two in 10 years came out and were open and saying that why like stigma but it's a liability came out with the mental health yeah yeah, yeah, so like i struggled Mm. right um 
you know, Brad Robbins, and who I work alongside, you know, he's only been opening up about it in the last two years because of obviously like that perception and like retired because of mental health, but then said, oh, no, I retired because of physical ailments, right? Like, so there's no doubt, I reckon, um, it'd be fine if Bryce Cotton goes, hey, I struggle for mental health, yeah. like depression, um, anxiety, whatever it may be, any mental health condition, they'll be like, yes, yeah, sweet, no worries, we'll deal with that, we'll help support you because you're the best player in the world yeah, in, in Australia, right? Yeah. But it would be like if um, the, the 10th or 12th guy was like, man, I'm struggling. Yeah. That bias, that coach goes, I don't know if I could handle um, him with two minutes left because I wouldn't know if anxiety would kick in, yeah. right? Like, but in saying that, <coughs> they might have been dealing with that for the last six years and they would never – it's just still that, that natural bias. Oh, yeah. mm. um, and if they had have had that moment, help. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they, and there's no doubt they come in a liability. So like, there's still this massive thing. I, I, look, look at AFL, perfect example. Like, we're still honest, right? But yeah. uh, Buddy Franklin says, <coughs> I struggle from a mental health condition. What's the first thing that comes – oh, no, no, it's not mental health, it's drugs. Yeah. Right? Like it, it's still yeah. often – and it could be, yeah. right? Like yeah. there's no doubt about that. But – there's still that perception, yeah. like there's and that. And the flip side, when yeah. they get caught with drugs, it's Correct. mental health. No, absolutely. And, so. that, and that is the thing. Like, Which is true. Does that dilute but the real yeah. problem? Yeah, and this is the thing. I always I always say that, like there's mental health conditions and we sort of said it's the environment that you're in that leads to a mental health condition yeah. that you can't control. But there is a lot of other people that we know that are um, – you know, coping and thriving that deal with a mental health condition that we still don't even know about, right? Yeah. Like there'll be people that you walk along the road and or like a successful entrepreneur and they're like, Fuck, they're amazing. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, and they also have OCD and bipolar disorder, yeah. right? Mm. But they just don't disclose it. So it's not like, but <coughs> naturally, like um, there's athletes there. Like if, say I missed a free throw and, um, and, I, was, and I was open about saying I deal with anxiety. Yeah people would naturally go, was he shitting his pants when he was like <laughs> yeah. shooting those free throws? And yeah. like, absolutely. But guarantee there's other people there that are shooting yeah. their pants and they're all diagnosed with anxiety too. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, I just think that. But I think more and more needs to be done in space. Unfortunately, uh, I reckon like there's more and more talk about mental health. Yeah. Um, and so when we talk about like the the sector in itself, it's, it's monetized. So like yeah. people can make money from it, profiteer from it. Um, so then say like from a professional sporting sense, they're like, well, we might need to get positioned. We might get funding from the government. And then is it the actual right work being done in yeah. that sort of space? So like even that yeah. prevention education, I think like education, can be done at like 12 years old or yeah. 11 years old. Like, then that can be done at a sports club. Like, um, yeah. yeah, start educating those kids on like, because this is that, like, build that resilience, like, yeah. build that, uh, provide that comfort at a young age. Yeah. Not so then when they get the elite sport, they're like, holy shit, what have I just got into? Yeah. I can't now deal with this and I don't have the support mechanisms in place. So, I yeah. think that's an, a perfect example is Delby and myself have built resilience. We're very lucky to have been raised in an environment where our parents probably instilled that resilience yep. in us. So when it comes to situations like talking openly about our mental health and yep. how we're feeling, yep. people say, wow, you're so brave and yep. it's so good that you're speaking like that. But for me and Delby, it's and Delby natural. says this quite often, this is just quite normal for but us I to I guess because like we've that. been doing it since we were young. Correct, yeah. Yeah. Um, so for us, uh, maybe we haven't had, yeah, like our brain hasn't had to deal with the exactly, coping mechanism yeah. in that way. We can just talk about mm. how I'm feeling. Or whereas you're suggesting that potentially instilling it into kids and, and yeah. as well, they're growing for, for parents who don't necessarily because not every them. parent knows how to talk, man. No, no exactly. and that's what I'm saying. Like, We're all trying I, to figure this as out. As much as you guys talk about it na- naturally, I don't I never diminish the value in that though. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like there's one person that may have not heard 
yes. that yeah. message and the power of, you, you know, you talk about the negativity of social media, but then there's positivity that someone scrolling sees that on a reel that's been yeah. like down and goes, oh, that's amazing. Like yeah. I really, that, that resonates with me and that mm. shares that. For me, that's like the power of that vulnerability is like sharing. Uh, that's the word vulnerable. You know, yeah. that your your story which generally is what changes human behavior right like stories resonate with us the same way we're on a podcast and we're sharing our stories like mm. and you go oh that's what i did that that drives behavior which ends up driving action yes, yes. um and it, it's i always you know it's um you know, that's why i love like with my um you know it's funny like with my son and i think you know i grew up in a pretty um because your parents would have been pretty shut off would that uh, mum I mean, was fine but like yeah like done so but yeah no like emotion like my dad was a old school Correct. Italian. Mate, like, exactly. Mate. So my, my dad has been in my life for I don't know how long. Like, yeah, yeah that's that's been far mm-hmm. removed. But, yeah, like uh, there's no – I don't think uh, there's – there's obviously um, moments that I go, oh, like, that was really cool. But, mm. like, n- negative bias as well, I, uh, that, that tends to it, right? But, yeah, very um, – yeah you know, discussing emotions and, yeah. and get over it, whatnot, and um, in that sort of sense. So as an adolescent, I struggled a lot with, like, that and was going doing, you know, things that you, you shouldn't be doing or whatever. Um, so when I look at my son, like, I remember flipping out one time um, when I was young, uh, sorry, when my son was young, and I just had no sleep, and my son just was, like, going, you know, going around in circles, and I was like, man, and I just had enough, and I like yelled at him, and I went into my uh, back into my room, and I was putting him to sleep, and I just like was instantly like bawling out, crying, yeah. and I was like, man, and um, my wife was like, what's wrong? And I said, the first moment I was like, I was like my dad, like yeah. I just lost control, yeah, and it, I, I was just, um, I was smashed, and um, yeah, you know, my son would have understood and whatever and what might be, and I always say that like rupture and repair is like so so big, yeah, You're not a perfect human, right? yeah. like yeah. no one's perfect, yes. you know, like we're works in progress, we are so, imperfect, yeah, right, yeah. and so like I, you know, was speaking, and it's like even what I say to my son now, like you know, you know, when he's tired or whatnot, and 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 I'm very patient, but I like it's like mate. Talk to me through this, yeah. like, um, and that sucks. So sometimes I'm like, I got to get a house in ten minutes. I've got to go to work. And I've got a meeting. But yeah. I'll say this, like, when I meet, I'm like, I'm sorry, like, I'm late, and I like, I know it's unprofessional. Mm. I had to teach my, I was teaching my son through something like, it's okay to talk. Like, you're fearful. Yeah. Um, you're pissed off at your sister. Um, yeah. you know, like all this. Um, but we're so easy to just like throw away emotion. Mm. Yeah, just um, fuck off out of the house. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's even like no resolution. You know, correct. And go to your son or like, hey, how are you? What is day like? And yeah. your son goes like, yeah, it was good. Who do you play with? No one. Uh, what do you What do you learn? Nothing. Yeah. yeah like, nothing. Oh, sweet. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. So, like for me, like I even said this to my wife. Like, I, was, I asked my son, yeah, "Can you teach me what you learned today?" And yeah, then he nice. just went off. You know, like and was like, "Oh, and I think." that value in time and giving mm. attention to yeah. kids because they're so like oh yeah, as a teacher mate i love that you sort of said like no kids shit kids like i work yeah. in banksy hill detention center i as much as those kids and what they are go like if you know what they went through in their yeah. life you'd understand well maybe not un- that would put some perspective on yeah. why they act like they, they still need to own their own decisions but Absolutely. at the same time you can understand why hmm. they've made a choice that's led them to there because if you haven't got the it's skills learned. it's a learned thing yeah. behavior right like yeah. no one wakes up and goes i'm gonna do this because that's how i've like they've learned it from yeah. somewhere absolutely they need to take responsibility no doubt but but half um, honestly as a teacher half of the incidents i would say 80 percent of incidents with any hard kid is always because the adult is not acting like an adult correct they're putting the kid 
into the position where they're going to lash out because they don't have the skills. And then the adult thinks just because they're the adult that they're right and they mm. fucking they put this kid in no other option than to yell and lash out and be like, well, yeah. fuck you, because they make them feel that way. It happens in Auskick, mate, I say this, you know, um, or, or, or basketball, and I've been fortunate because at basketball I go like, hey, if you want – if you want to provide me any education, you can coach. Yeah. You know, like I'm coaching my way yeah. and hey, I'll and I'll and and I'll get them to, to help out in drills and I'll get is them to other play parents against, or yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, like but the the parents like uh, and I'll say like this is my wave and if you don't go to another team. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I like this is it and yeah. we'll 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 learn a lot more than just basketball here, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but I say there's an odds kick too, mate, like you know, kid, uh, parents will rock up on the field or they'll be like, oh, you know, get the ball and whatever, or my kid. And I'm like, mate, how often are you out in the, you know, my, my son couldn't kick a, uh, a football for like, you know, for the longest period of time. Yeah. Yeah. He was fearful going to kick because he knew he would suck at it, right? Yeah. Mm. So for like four months, I'm just like every single day, hey, mate, let's go kick the football mm-hmm. to the point where he like throffs it, right? Yeah. But we rock up on a day and then a, a kid doesn't, you know, like it and goes, oh, I don't like football. And they go, Take you out, you know, yeah. it's not for yeah. you, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, and that's like resilience is thing as a buzzword and all that sort of stuff, yeah. similar to like mindfulness and all this sort of yeah. stuff, buzzwords, but, you know, they've been demonstrated for like, yeah, the, the resilience that, you know, our parents when they came over here, like yeah. all that sort of stuff and, um, you know, we, we sometimes just like, we want to protect those kids, but we hurt them as yeah. well, like in terms of that. Yeah. yeah, and I can see like, we have, we're very similar, I can tell the way we sort of handle things, like I'm very patient with my yeah. daughter, I like to explain things and talk things through with her, but um, obviously I snap sometimes. Oh, yeah, I'm not so a perfect dad. I've yeah. seen it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then, but like, and as you just said before, like you reflect upon what you've just yeah. done and realize, fuck, maybe I could have done this, handle this better. But you can then learn and grow yourself. And then, I like to teach. I would like to teach my daughter and do teach my daughter. I guess traits being. You know, well, it's hard now. She's only five, but want yeah. to teach her to be stoic and yeah, strong, um, but also you vulnerable. Want to teach her to be a toxic masculine. Yeah, <laughs> toxic masculine, but also vulnerable. Uh, like teach her all those sorts of uh, attributes. But yeah, the resilience pathway and, and these sorts of things are but, important. But again, when you snap, you can use that as a teaching lesson. Yes. Mm. Yes. Right. Like you know, um, I, I say this. It's like you know, if your son's. Um, you know, you're about to rush out to work, you're flipping out and you're freaking out um, and you're not in a good place, what's yeah. going to happen? Mm. Your kids are just going to feed off that and go, yeah, yeah. yeah like I'm, I'm freaking out, right? Like, yeah. and, and my daughter, same deal, like she could be there and then next thing you know, um, she's in an environment, she's scared and then she gets to school yeah. um, and I'm like, see, uh, darling, i got to go, you know, mm. and usually I give it and then she f- like starts crying and you go, what's wrong? It's the same thing that we've done every day but yeah. you know, her environment's had changed, right? So for me... Like, you know, when I flipped out at my, at my kids or whatever and um, and I'll apologise, I'm like, Dad's stressed, right? And you know what? Mm. I didn't handle that well, yeah. right? Next yeah. time, I'm going to like, you know, we're going to like, we're going to put on some music that we go, I'm going to be in the car and I scream and like death metal, whatever it may be, right? Yeah. But those kids will learn that and yeah. so they'll pick up that. Like, and I say that as well, like in yeah. my wife, I'm like, hey, I understand, you know, like you're tired, you're agitated, you know, things, but... um. 
just go to a room then. Like, or go for a walk. I'll handle the kids for that, yeah. like, a little yeah. moment. But because the kids will then see that as normal behaviour. So, yeah. like, if you're stressed and you lashed out. And so, even those moments, I'll, I'll, like, I'll say to this to my kids and sometimes, and, you know, you, you go, like, fuck, I fucked up hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, then my, my daughter, and what we love about, like, our kids, they're like it's animals, right? Yeah, yeah, correct, you know. And so, they love you, know, that, like, unconditional love. And so, you know, so, uh, Sully and, and Finley, like, they do that and I go, hey, dad's, dad's got some pressure on at the moment, you mm. know, not, not good. Mm. Um. But yeah, I'll, I'll learn from it, you know. And, and I think that's that's the thing. Like, um, you're not working in progress. Like, yeah, yeah. Like we we stuff up every day. As long as you're not going, your bloody mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll say that. I'll definitely. Mate, <laughs> she could work a few more hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, my um, my apologies are pretty basic at the moment to yeah. Scotty because she's five. She doesn't yeah. quite get the yeah, yeah, the yeah, pressures absolutely. of absolutely. life that get to me. But I'll be like, sorry, daddy, shouldn't. Shouldn't yeah, have yelled, yeah, so. um, blah blah blah. Yeah. And she, I think, she really does understand that. And I think that's the best way to to handle things and to teach her that we are all un- oh, imperfect. I so. yeah, and I think that's a, and that actually raises an interesting thing because we were talking about the exercise yeah. being a benefit. But yeah. I was reading about um, this is a while ago, so I might not get the stats right. But it was it's called the like uh, the exercise and happiness paradox. Yeah, yeah. Where um, they're talking about uh, exercise obviously creates this. Is uh, in, it releases endorphins yeah, and yeah, lowers yeah. cortisol, and it's, yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah. physiology, physiology, physically, it helps obviously yeah, yeah. with your mental health. But um, we're also not doing exercise to feel good; we're doing it to look good. Yeah, yeah. And which makes you feel good. Which yes, yes, but if that's what you're doing it for, yeah, to, yeah. to look good, um, and you look on social media, you see these perfect bodies yeah, that are yeah, touched so up by a yeah. thing. And we talk about social media. Touched up by a filter. Finish that <laughs> sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's Cut the paradox. Yeah. So you're doing the exercise yeah. instead of to look, uh, instead of to feel yeah. good. You're doing it to look good, and um, and that's the problem at the moment. Exercise has become a vanity thing instead of oh. an, a, like a health. Oh, mate, social media, and I, and I love it, but. It, and like social media has given you guys this platform. Yes, yeah, like, of course, like, yeah. And, it's, and, and it's that, but you know the amount of things that I I see, um, which are like sort of, um, is it? Oh, I thought there was music in the so background. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so someone's magical yeah. horn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, let, let, let's let's for example, uh, guys that do cold cold immersion, right? yes, or yep. all that, and but I always look at it and go, what's motivated? Like if no one was taking this real. And you weren't going to be featured yeah. on this social media clip. Are you still going? Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you actually motivated for? Mm, right. Yeah. Like, um, if, if what are you intrinsically uh, motivated? And it's like, yeah, I remember uh, my brother went uh, into rehab, and uh, they actually like so he had an addiction, and they would say to them like, uh, so he was like, all right, I'm going to run 50 miles down. They're like, no, 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 you can't do that because you're then replacing that addiction with another Another addiction, right? Or they're like, you can't be in a relationship because you're replacing that with another addiction or whatever it may be, right? And so, yeah, you're right. Like, what is that that ulterior motive or or that um, perspective in that sort of sense? Because... Yeah, we understand the value of exercise. It's, yeah. you know, a, psych- a psychologist, like, she can't prescribe medicine, but, yeah, it says, like, to her clients or patient, hey, what are you doing is a form of exercise, but when it becomes a detriment for trying to seek out that validation, yeah, yeah it becomes dangerous. And, unfortunately, social media does that. Like, um, there's no there's no way, even, like, in the sense that, you know, I obviously promote what I do uh, with our organisation and, 
you know, there's no, I'm not going to lie, like there's a post and I'll, I'll spill in my beans and I'll get some likes, I'll get comments, I'm like, ah, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. And then there'll be another post where like I've been like in this moment and I'm like, this is um, my motivational Martin Luther King speech here yeah. and then it's got like 22 likes and like, you fucking serious? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just open up and there was nothing. Like you just, you, you don't, but if you're yeah. seeking that validation, and that's, that's where you need to figure out. Right. And I always say that, it's like that, that one message and, and whatnot, but... Unfortunately, social media, you see that. And, and because it is, it's like, you know, everything now and being in that space, like, mate, my, mental health and mining. All right, like, let's, like, every single cat and his dog is like, oh, we can make money from that because we have to do issues. Mm. You know, there's, you know, even with the upcoming referendum, there's going to be a hundred, uh, you know, there's going to be money on the implications of that. We're going to provide mental health support, support on a referendum. Yeah. Like, there's money, mental health, right? Like, and there's that and it's just monetized and it's like, Man, Extr- what are extrinsic we, motivation. Yeah, and mm. I, I always look at that like, <coughs> what are you motivated? But it, you, you come back to it like, now I, I, I have the absolute privilege of doing this as a full time gig, but mm. you know, I drive around and in this and Pulsar, my, my wife drives around in the Kluger, like just because yeah. of kids. Like, mm. um, motivate money was never that motivation, it was like yeah. the impact and value. Yeah, um, and when that purpose is greater than yourself, it's, it's massive, right? Um, I don't want to be driving around in a Range Rover, I mean, as much as that would be nice, yeah. For someone to go, oh, you do it, uh, you do mental health speaks, and now you make a shitload of money. Like, yes, yeah. you know what I mean. Like it, it, it has to be different than that. Yeah. And, and you couldn't have a Range Rover in Kundula. <laughs> <laughs> what was your um, the determining factor for you? Because it's called we haven't even said it's called a Stitch in Time, right? Yeah, your charity, yeah. and it focuses on men's mental health or just all mental Everything, health. Yeah, in general? all mental health. Was I, there a, a factor for you that you went, oh fuck, like I need to, like help people with this was it just a passion project was it like it started like and i think i've been fortunate that way i I launched it back in 2014 whilst i was playing wildcats and i tore my calf muscle so i was just like um going a little bit stir crazy and like i was like man i got all this pent-up energy and and passion and was speaking to the ceo who was awesome like we'll put into a good use and then i was thinking about this and then two massive instances and you know it's sort of that aha moment or whatever but um Best mate tried to take their own life. Um, brother was diagnosed with a range of mental health conditions. And then in a road trip three months later, I literally um, was coming home from seeing a, a teammate of mine on the road and literally a guy smashed into a pylon like right in front of us. And Fuck. I was in the car ripping out the door trying to like get in. Fuck, and it was, like, it was nuts. But in that moment, I was like in this – I was like, uh, and I didn't actually think it was it was a suicide attempt. At, well, obviously it, it happened, but um, I was in the car and I was like, I had never seen any, like death, mm, right? Yeah. So I was just like, uh, got the moment, and then uh, the cop at that time um, said, "Oh, was there any skid mark? Did you see him breaking?" And I was like, "No." And so I was just like, "Okay." And then like 15 minutes later, I was, we we stopped. I was with a mate, Damien Martin at the time, and I went, "Man." He, he took his own life and they're like, what do you mean? He's like, didn't break. Yeah. And so like my mind was like, man, what was going on in their life? You yeah. know, like for them to ultimately think, you know what I mean? Like not even in that moment, there was no break light. In that moment, he was that bad. Was right? Like there was no hope, you know, yeah. and, and for didn't me, hope is that like, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. see a foreseeable end to it. Correct. Like suffering. how do they get to that point? Right. And so I was like, well, you know, there's been some instances in my life personally um, that have affected me. And then there's this been, so I thought, you know, being a professional athlete, um, I disagree with the notion of Charles Barker was like, you know, we're not role models. 
if you don't want to be, you don't have to be. But for me, I, I could have put in a good use. And so I was like, I reached out to every organisation that was here in WA. And I was like, I want to be an ambassador. Yeah. Selfishly, I wanted to get educated. Like I was sort of that very naive and had some, I did an undergrad in psychology over in the States, but still not from the mental health normalisation of where it's progressing now. Yeah. And it's just grown, um, you know, like yeah. I first started like, you know, just fundraising money and then was like it grew and then I was starting to get out to remote communities and, and was really placing an importance on that. Um, and then when I retired in 2019, yeah, I sort of segued and was working a couple of jobs or like um, full-time jobs. Um, and so it was only like, yeah, this year in January where after like we run a gala dinner and financially and we're doing so much work. And it was, like, it was just at that point I was like, man, I'm, I'm working my full-time job, putting the kids down to sleep. I'm doing presentations at night. Mm. On the weekend, I just had no time and I was like, what do I want to do? Yeah. And um, got, uh, was had this opportunity, for this job opportunity arose and my wife's like, what do you want to do? Yeah. And I was like, I want to do this full-time. Yeah. Um, and fortunate enough, we're in a position and again, like I'm not – Pulling the piss and taking ten thousand dollars a yeah. month or what yeah. what not as a salary like my my salary is, is four thousand three hundred and I, you know do other work <laughs> yeah. on the side and but no um, one would begrudge you either because you're hustling no, 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 like, yeah yeah no no ab- you love, no and, and not saying about, and yeah. and for other those it's I'm not saying hey my my mate is messiah and and like this is yeah. the way but for yeah. me it was like I want to be able to do a greater purpose and make it sustainable and bring in other facilitators and just do all this sort of stuff but mm-hmm. um I was like I just want to give it six months and if it falls flat on its face. Hey, sweet. At least I uh, could look back and go, I gave it a, a fair yeah. crack. And at least I knew that I was able to be in a position I could impact as many lives as yeah. I could in that sort of space. And so... So yeah, you're sort of ticking off from it, two. It's doing the hard yards, yeah. literally. Yeah. That's exactly what we do. We Mental health up, and yeah. lean yeah. into what you what love. You love yeah. and yeah. try to figure out and how to do it. I mean, I think you sort of say that. It's like finding your purpose. and But I think, you know, you always hear that. And it's like when you a job you know when you when something mm. you love it doesn't become a job really yeah. isn't it, it is a fucking grind i'm not gonna lie yeah, like of course. you know you, you are and i'm looking at um money coming in or like you know <laughs> yeah. getting contracts and all this and i might get one and i'm like oh this is amazing and my wife's like how good like you're gonna be able to do this for the next six months and yes. i'm like until that gets signed i'm not you know yeah, yeah. and then someone might come in and again like mental i've been um it's it's funny man like politics and all that sort of stuff like people have put me as as uh leverage me for their own personal benefit to get funding or for pol- political gain or whatever yeah. it might not be but i always look at that the reason why i started it was to help um the ones that i love most yeah yeah now, that hasn't changed like mm. now it's like you know when i get a message um from a young kid and you know i was in narrabeen last week and mm. you know their parent thanks me and goes you know um that's you know i knew they were struggling but they just wouldn't open up you know yeah. now they're they're going to go to their school council i'm like man how cool is this or yeah. um you know someone in the kimberley or, or like a bloke that i've had a message at two o'clock in the night and randomly you know like i've woken up to take a piss check my phone because yeah. they're going and it's like hey mate just in the morning can you do you know who i could speak to yeah i go there's that hope which that individual didn't have in that car yeah you have to run off it right and yeah um, i look at it and go man it's there's no validation or value i don't it's no monetary gain from that but there's a person that's going to go back to their family at night yeah. time um which is what we always want what um what was this always goes through my head because i always like to know how i would react like i know that i've got a mad fear of seeing a car crash or a body all mangled or whatever yeah. and having mm-hmm. that imprint on me the decision for you to get out of the car and 
try help. Did you have to think about that? Did you stop? Were you like, nah. I'm about to see something fucked up. What if I can't help? Because that always goes through my head. In my head, I'd love to be the hero. Yeah. But then the flip side of that is if I get there and I can't help and I fuck up, then maybe I'm going to carry that or whatever I see. I'm, yeah. There's a kid in the car or something. I just don't want. Yeah. <sighs> mate, it was, um, mate, it was a like full shield. Shivers now, I think about it. But, um, happened, car stopped, everyone ran. So mm. Damien Martin, myself, and then there was like people. And so everyone's trying to get in the car. No one could get in. Mm. Um, like, so there's obviously airbags there, guys. Um, yeah, he is mangled and he's bleeding. And so what was is like everyone's sort of like in that moment, I was like, oh, mate, like CPR, like, yeah, I yeah. know. But I'm like, fortunate enough, man, there was a doctor. And so wow. uh, she was like, guys, I need someone. Like, is there a plastic bag? Because we're going to attempt. I was, I was like, nah, like, <laughs> get yeah, in there, yeah, like, yeah. whatever. And they're like, look, no, like, there's blood. You know, we don't yeah. know. And, and she was super calm. Like, it was amazing. Yeah. But she was like, all I could think about was like, how do we get this guy out of the car? Yeah. And so I actually ripped uh, this door off like the hinges because then for Hulk stuff like yeah it was not and like because during it afterwards we all like when Damon and I were in this car and he goes mate um do you like do you remember what happened and I was like nah and he goes well because people were in the car and they couldn't get in and I was like I actually like <laughs> the hinges like had <laughs> opened them up wow and like then and then I remember the next day like um like my body was like done yeah and um I, I didn't i never slept because and i kept my mate was a his sister worked at the victorian police yeah and obviously if it's suicide they're not going to sensationalize it so they couldn't disclose it mm. they even said an accident so i was like okay suicide's happening then i yeah. said one is is he alive yeah and no and then i was like and like and they were like yeah it was um yeah took his own life so but i, I think in that moment like there was other people i yeah i naturally think um, in that, if it was just us, I, I would have like don't know what to do. Yeah, but in terms of what scary. I knew was just like strength and adrenaline, I just was like, ah, fucking rip the door open and like doing yeah. that sort of stuff. So I'd be so paranoid if, if they had a broken neck if I moved them and I fuck something up. Yeah, as well, uh, and for mm. like, man, I'm a massive believer of things happen for a reason. Like yeah. in in that sort of sense, like that yeah. moment, I was like a doctor. Like you know, yep. to think this is how it happened. Um, Damon and I. So my mate was in Packenham. Mm. And we left. We were like, uh, it was a day off. So he's in Packenham. And we left to go around and we we're like, should we go grab a beer? And he's like, nah. And I was like, yeah, go around, let's <laughs> have a beer. And he, and he drove around the roundabout eight times. Fuck. So we're just like being a dickhead. Oh, should we do this? Like, and, like, and, he, and then we started road. If we just started on the road, we would have missed that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. we went out of beer, like we would have. Like, yeah. One wow. less like circle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And put I, your life path. On a different exit, right? Like, and yeah. for for and not obviously that that was a good situation, no, but no, obviously no, but for the better for yeah, you, like and it's, it's that sort of yeah, yeah. And I think well, it's weird to think yeah. that one death has probably prevented fucking hundreds, if not thousands, more from the work that you've done as well. Oh, well, yeah, no, that's like I appreciate the the sentiment, but no, nah, like it's a weird like yeah, yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Yeah. But I think that's sometimes there's those moments and you do like you know you spoke about this and it's where sometimes it wasn't my darkest moments but i think in those uh where your, your biggest growth happens and yeah. i think you know in, it, there's shit situations where you've gone i've shared this and there and there's times like you might have gone maybe in six months no one even says anything yeah naturally someone goes and i you know i um 
I appreciate those guys sharing that conversation and, and yeah. I'm going to make a change or um, I re- it resonates. I, I, I do that. I think yeah. that's – and I think that's the value in that mm. as well. I think also, like, I don't really have – I wouldn't be able to label or name a tool other than I can't keep things in. I need to get it out yeah. with whoever I trust. Yeah. What is – like, if you're, you've been in the industry, what's yeah. your number one record? Yeah. That? When mm. you say talk to someone, who is a someone and is that the number one move or is it like – Look inside yourself first. What do you? Yeah. What's a toolkit well, for someone? I think you never, you know, in an understanding. For me, my biggest thing, and I'll, I think I'm going to be a bit different, especially in this in this space, is go one. If you understand you're at that crisis or point where you're like, man, uh, I'm struggling, I need help, then go see that expert. Yeah. And that for me is the psychologist. Like, yeah. uh, and might not be the right psychologist. And understand yeah. there's massive gaps in mm. the the community. Like, oh, I want to see a psychologist, but I can't pay. Okay, cool. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for me, we, we I think we, because of it's not a regulated sector, you know, yeah. it's not like on TikTok, if you give financial advice, people call it up because they're like, no, that's wrong. You're ruining people's lives. Yeah. But you could go on Instagram and say whatever you want about mental health. There's no regulation. Someone could go, oh, that's completely false. Yeah. You know I mean, there might be a guy like you, we obviously know, and you're saying cortisol and um, endorphins yeah. and all that. Like, absolutely. And there's like f- true data. Yeah. But someone could go, like that crystal changed my life, and someone goes, "Yeah, I agree. I'm going to change it." Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? And so, mm. but we diminish the value in in some people that have like spent years of years of education, yeah. and knowledge, and research to doing yeah. that. You know, so for me, I go like, if you actually, because that's a really good point. At, at some point, if you go, "Hey, I need some support. What can I do?" And some person might just go, "I'll see that psych," and they provide some real basic guidance, mm. like, yeah. "Hey, do some exercise. Hey, you, you got four hours sleep." You're taking drugs, yeah. <laughs> like you know, like yeah. you have to, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, just change your life, right? Mm. But so there's that in the preventative and education. I always say it's like gone. Hey, there's a, a self care toolkit, right? Just like yeah. a mechanic has his shit. Um, just the same way I would have vitamins every day playing basketball. Like this is what I need to do to ensure that I would be the best basketball player, not yeah. the best basketball player. Skills was, you know, for me gratitude, which can be done, and and we would speak about that. But for me, that's really massive because it's for me, it's the easiest thing that you can do. Yeah, you know, like I can, I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, man, I just got told I'm not getting this grant. All right, fuck, I feel shit. Yeah, what am I grateful for? You know, like I'm like, fuck, I had a quality chat with these two. Mm. Uh, awesome blokes right yeah. like mm. and then thinking of how far that's going right like so there's that the exercise exercise for mindfulness for me is being present like yeah. so you know mm. mindfulness i just think's been commercialized you know psychologists yeah. as much as i just pump their tires up yeah they're like how do we make money yeah mm. sick let's make a word and yeah. mindfulness like mindfulness has been practiced for generations as mm. mindfulness is when our young son daughter is at the shopping center and She's having an absolute tantrum and you're like, hey, have a deep breath. And yes. it's me shooting free throws and shitting my pants and thinking, hey, I'm going to take two deep breaths and have a really positive word, right? Yeah. It's, it's staying present, yeah. like, you know, um, but it's it can be commercialised, right? Yeah. So, yeah, what does that look like for me, you know? And um, and then the other side is finding out what my why was is, you know, when, like for me that is the whole ba- big picture, mm. you know, when, when I look at that and why I say that comes back to that habits and i go like what do i value most in life and generally when we go that it's going to be the ones you love the most yeah, yeah some people might be yeah, yeah might be intrinsically Friends, motivated family. by motivation and yeah. by money and, and whatnot but i always go no it's like my family right yeah. um and it can be mates for others and could be mm. used to it whatever it may be right um and so i go well am i being the best version of myself for them mm. and if i naturally go 
yeah, I am. Okay, well, cool. Mm. I'm in a good place then. And if yeah. I'm not, then why not? Because yeah. if the, if you value them the most, then what I mean by that, am I being the best husband or am I being the best dad? And that's why yeah. I sort of retired in a way. It was like when I got asked that, are you being the best version of yourself? I'm like, no, I'm not. Well, why not? You're fairly young to retire, right? Yeah, yeah. I was 30 years old. Yeah. yeah, I was still playing well. One, um, I couldn't handle the pressure. and like Basketball became something that I wasn't enjoying because I see I was always seeking validation from others. I put steps in place, but I became to a point where I was um, I couldn't do that. Like mm. As a basketball he can't do more than two steps. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, like the guy on Twitter saying you're shit, I was like, I want to headbutt you. Yeah. But I can't. So but yeah. anyway, like I put those things. But so saying, okay, cool. And then for me it's like, well, how do you be the best husband and how do you best best father? So mm. you know, making sure that my job equated to that and making sure that my routine in place. And I always say that, you know, we're habitual and when people say, oh, I don't have time to do this stuff for mental health, I'm like bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, um, exercise it can be thirty minutes, yeah. it could be ten minutes, um, reading a book, colouring mm. in, you know, that shit's done when you wake up in the morning or yeah. when you go to sleep. <clears throat> right yeah. like being the best version of yourself is done when you wake up and before you go to bed like when you go to bed and like someone just does that mindful tiktok scrolling and you're like yeah and you could mm. have been in bed for 45 minutes now you're tired yeah, right? that's like, me man or wake up in the morning i'm like man but i could i was like i wake up and you're like fuck i could have done that like yeah. i could have done exercise so i think that and if you're doing, doing that now habits. put it put it down <laughs> take a deep breath <laughs> but, like, someone, but no if someone's even going like Okay, um, and this is the thing. Like, it can be what what makes you like. If you need more happiness, like you go, I know the hard yarns, lads. Yeah. Like, provide joy in my life. So I'm going to listen to a podcast on the way to work. Yeah, yeah. Because in that moment, I can be there and I'm going to mm. be joyful when I get to work. And yeah, I'm, yeah. In that sort of sense, like that, that. Like, listen. Like for me, that's always like. Even sometimes in the car, drove to Narrabeen, like three and a half hours, and I'm yeah. like, man, this is shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but I'm like there, and my my, my mind consistently is going like a million miles an For hour sure. um, Delby. yeah, yeah no, i'm like this adhd like i'm you know and so i'm just going rocket so i need to be like oh i'm putting in place i'm like listening to all these podcasts i won't listen to those these ones and you know i'm listening to trevor gleason and hard yarns and you know yeah that was a fun <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean so like in that moment instead of being like three hours later and then i've got this workshop i'm like oh, i should have been doing some scope for it. i've got yeah. a contract here that i need to look at mm. you know you can put steps in place so yeah i know that's like a, a big but i think it's it's all those things yeah and with the finding the why yeah. i think that mm. For me, some of the behaviours I've had, you need a professional or an outside force to maybe suggest some things because if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. If you can't figure out your own why, yeah, like that's a higher skill, I think. You might disagree. Not a, It's a Greg higher skill. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a, it's a high-level oh, skill time. because yeah. like something as simple as I was speaking at Chelsea who's been a past guest and she's yep. a um, counsellor. Yep. Talking about overeating. Yep. And I never knew really why I did it. Yep. And when I started to explain it, I was like, I don't want to waste like the food. Like growing up as an Italian, my mum was really we were really poor. We had to really value that food. Yep. So then for my whole life, that's ingrained in me, don't waste the food. And she just yeah. flipped my why. She goes, well, yeah, you're doing it because you don't want to waste the food. Yep. You value that. You value the money. You don't want to get rid of it. But if it goes in your stomach or if it goes in the bin... Yeah. it's both wasted because yeah. you're already full and it's going to be wasted on you as fat yeah. or it's going to be wasted in the ground. Yeah. She's like, no matter why. It's, and just that little flip in the switch has really helped me 
not overeat as much as I used. Yeah. Like uh, every now and again, I'll do it because it tastes fucking good. Like the mind, yeah, co- the mind yeah. site I was on. Oh my god, <laughs> you did well oh though. My to be god. fair, you sent me pictures and you saying no, I just had the one ice yeah. cream. <laughs> yeah, oh, the, the food was incredible. But like, yeah, just understanding that why I would have never have got to that ever on my yeah, own. Yeah, oh, you know? and, and, and absolutely right. And I think that's part of it. And there's, you know, Simon Sink does the one and Ted talk. You know the why. And, oh yes. And, um, yeah, you, it, you know, we, we know what we're doing, we know how we're doing it. Yeah. The why is always the toughest one. And I think it streams back to being the purpose. Yeah. You know, like marketing sense. And I think uh, the best way I can say it, and I'll say, you know, uh, a postal company, I won't say Australia Post because they're shit, right? <laughs> 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 a postal company that's like uh, Sendal, right? Um, now, people that rock up every day getting paid 32 bucks mm. or whatever it might, mm. might be are like, man, this is a shit job. So, like, let's change the purpose and go, like, in their mind, hey, that package that you might be sending and needs to be sent on time is life-saving equipment for someone that's received, you know, getting cancer treatment. Mm. It is the six-year-old's kit, like toy, yeah. you know, that's going to be his first birthday present, yeah. right? Like it's you don't know what's bullets. in there. Bullets, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, yeah, right? Yeah. But a last letter for your, yeah, correct, right? Like yep. streaming. Now, in their mind, they might go, "That's bullshit," but if that's what they're thinking about, their purpose, yeah. like someone saying, "I want." Uh, I want to get a, a raise. I want to get what? Like that's a goal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can't control that. It's yeah. like how many people do we know? Like you could be in the best job. Like it, you were just brought up as a high school uh, teacher, yeah. right? Years and years. It took you six years to get that. Like you could have been there, left, and gone. Like I never got that job that I wanted. But you can't control that. Yeah. Like someone comes in and goes, "Oh well, more experience. Oh, there's natural bias." Yeah. Now we think. Uh, Delby's got a tiny penis. Just fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, like, again, it's like putting that purpose around it. Like, yeah. so, like, you know, I always, and that's for me. It's like I look at it with a stitch in time and what we do. I don't, I don't look at the the goal and the purpose being like oh, we need to get two hundred thousand dollars because I can't control that. Yeah. Mm. So my purpose is like, okay, I want to impact lives. You know, well, yeah. how do I do that? Okay, well, I can uh, help them find their purpose, yeah. Or I can help them become better educated in mental health knowledge, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then so for me, that's not this un- like undefined thing. And, yeah. Um, I think that's like people need to do that. Like mm-hmm. they need to go like right. Like I always ask that. Like, um, and that's tough because I can understand. Like <laughs> we're fortunate, right? So you you've taken you've gone and jumped out of the plane and went. I'm going to do this. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely right. And mm-hmm. um, and you've and you've had success and. What are we defined by success? Because yes. you know, let's say in in three or four years, and you go, um, well, I'm not doing anymore. Was it successful? But I'm yeah. like, hey, for the last six months or whatever ten mm. time, I look back. If I work, um, you know, in in August because yeah. I've like we've funding funding, the time I've spent with my kids, mm. no one can ever take away. Yeah. Like that for me is that measure of success, and that was my purpose shifted. Right? Yeah, that's what yes. You know what so I mean? Like yeah. I look at it and went, man, like. Um, the time that I've been able to drop off my son and my daughter and mm. and allow my wife to go back. Like for me, mm. uh, yep, do I have this life? Am I going to Nobu and I'm driving right? Nah, but the, the, the thing that I've got with my kids, man, like immeasurable, yes. right? Like, and I think when it's about people, yeah, like when you're wise is about people, that's the greatest yeah. thing that you can do. A hundred percent. Right? Like, mm. um, and that's the thing I always, you know, like that empathy and, and all that sort of stuff. Like I, you know, often we, we talk, but I think the, the, the best ability we have as individuals is listening and not judging. Mm. 100%. That's the hardest thing to do as well, though, because your uh, ego kicks in. Absolutely. So much. Yeah. And, so. And, but you'd, you'd, and it's a lot 
easier to solve someone else's problem than your own. It's so yeah. true. It's same as jokes. If someone yeah. comes up with a premise, you can give them wicked jokes. Yeah. But yeah. on your own premise, you're like, fuck. And right. like, I love helping people with their problems. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I really enjoy it. Like, yeah, if my friend comes to me, I got this. Yeah. I'm like, oh, try this, this, yeah, this, yeah, and this. But when it's yourself, you're like, because it's hard. Because oh, you know, because you know, it's going to take a process. Yeah, like, you're like, man, I'm going to have to do it, and it's hard work. Like, it's not. And because if it was an easy problem, you just do it straight away. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I've got to do my tax, but I know that's going to take a long. The hardest thing is when you know fucking tax. When you know exactly, yeah. How they can help themselves, yeah. but that you tell them, but until they go, oh but, yeah, I've got to do this. But the other thing as well, when you're talking that, everyone rather help themselves because it makes them feel good. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like yeah. no one at Christmas time wraps up fifty presents as much as it'd be sick, and then unwraps them and goes, "Sick Bluetooth yeah. speakers, <laughs> iPad Pro, yeah, a new mic." Right, like yeah. man, like my my son, like now opens up presents and like. Oh, Avengers like, yeah, yeah. and I'm like how cool is this yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like that's the thing like you, you'd rather that like that just that uh, that boost yeah you know, it's like so strange bit, like yeah. some people might be intrinsically motivated by making money and it does make them happy but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I love making cash but well motivated's okay but when you like say that though, I bought my family dinner the other night and it was fucking expensive <laughs> but it made me feel like oh, really awesome. good man and, but you like know? so example of that right Jermaine Bill uh Threw his medal away? No, yeah, no, that him? was James Ennis. No, <laughs> Jermaine Bill, and he was like the selfish guy and we were speaking and trying to find out his motivation and he was like, it's money. And I'm like, no, it's not money, mate. And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, why do you want money? He goes, because well, I want to make sure my family's looked after. There, it is. there it is. Yeah. That's your motivation. Yeah. Yeah, you want the biggest contract and all that because you want to make them, but at the end of the day, it's for them. Like yeah. you're not... You just said you want your mum to be in a better sit. You want your children and your wife to be in a better position. Mm. That's your motivation. Like, yeah, you want to. Be, everyone's motivated by money. Like, yeah, yeah. of course, <laughs> absolutely it is. Like, yeah. if someone goes, like, here's what, like, I was joking around. Uh, um, I'm the adv- uh, ambassador for a, um, a jerky company, and someone goes, "Oh, Sportsbet gave you a million dollars. What do you do?" I was like, "I'll take it, mate." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as much as I think sports ga- uh, gambling is anything, but I'll yeah. change the yeah. whole messaging like around that. Like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But you know, what I mean, this is the thing: finding that greater purpose. Then yeah. going, yeah, I just need that more, like more money. Absolutely. What was it? Oh, it was my. Fa- oh. And he was like, "Okay, that makes sense." I'm like, yeah. "It's not about you, brother. It's yeah. about yeah. the other ones that you love." How do you get that? past the people that go? I don't have motivation. I don't have a purpose. But I think, I oh, look, man, I think, and, and it, you know, I always say this, you know, my brother and, and um, you know, when he was going through all, all the issues and I say this, at some point, some people need to hit rock bottom. Yeah. Whatever that looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being in jail, at some point, being homeless. Yeah. Because sometimes people keep giving them like the, the answer or the solution mm. and they never actually get fixed by it, right? And yep. I go, at the end of the day, you are, you still a responsible, as we brought up those kids at, at yeah. Banksy Hill, right? Like yep. a responsible of your actions. Yeah. Like you could give them the perfect formula and they yep. go, don't want to do it. And you're like, all right, man. Yeah. You know, like, and that's why I, even from a mental health perspective, I go up there and I go, you can provide all these like solutions and someone goes, nah, but, and I go, Mate, you got an excuse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, just trust me. You know, yeah. like, do this. Like, go out. Um, have a chance. Like, um, if we're going to be hesitant and, and apprehensive and, and whatnot, like, you know, what's the fear? If you said, I tried it. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So, you know, that sort of stuff. There's no doubt, I think, like, that that motivation. But, um, 
I still go back to those people and like if someone was severely overweight yeah. and they were like, I want to make a change. And yeah. they're like, well, I'm not motivated. And I go, so what do you value? Oh, if you I value food, okay. But yeah. what, what is that? Mo- if, they, if they're why, but I think if they can figure out what their purpose and dig a little bit deeper and find it and, you know, whatever it may be and yeah. go, if you truly value that brother or whatever it may be, um, then like these are the actions. And I yeah. think, but it takes time. Like, yeah, yeah well, there's no. And difference. I think, like I guess those sorts of uh, stresses, like financial stress, yeah. do contribute to a lot of right. people's Absolutely. anger. But I try to um, like view people's anger differently. Yep. So even that guy who's angry at you for on the on the road, you know, cuts you off in traffic. Yep. They're they're still coming from a place of love when they're yelling because they're trying to get home because yep. they've oh. they've worked a long day and they want to get home to their kids, right. or they're running late for work and they need yep. to get to work on time so they can earn money so they can, you know do this so it's always connections that they're oh, always yeah, seeking and that. i think it's um uh, johan Har- johan hari wrote uh, that book lost connections and that end up being a driving factor yeah. behind people turning to drugs and alcohol and addiction because of their mental health yeah, yeah. struggles and well it's also with the um covid things the connection people just right. jumped exactly. in exactly formed the group because they felt accepted in yeah and well also the the the, the isolation of people yeah, was right. a big uh, contribution to that so obviously we can see that you know the connection is probably the big thing and that's where it comes back to what you were saying before yeah. is like i've lent into this and my idea of success is i've already won yeah i've already won because i get to pick up my daughter and i've said this on the podcast before i get to pick up my daughter from school and drop her off and all this extra time and at the end of the day, if when I'm 40, I go back to fucking sheet metal. I don't give a fuck. I've had the, yeah, the best six, seven, eight years with Delby talking shit, having yeah. fun, meeting people, talking with yeah. people like yourself. And who gives a fuck? I've already won and I'll live within my means to get that as long as I get the connections and the people around me. And uh, that's what makes me that's happy. That's the gratitude yeah. coming and back. And uh, I, don't, I don't need it, but I do enjoy it. And it's part of – yeah. that's that's my why, is that, connections yeah. with and people around me. And no, I, I love it. And, yeah. and I appreciate you sharing with that. And, mm. and I'm sure everyone – Listening, appreciate the show. For me, we're, we're wired to be connected in that sort of sense. We are like we're pack animals, and that sort of yeah. sense. Like anyone can say mm. COVID and your introverts are like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll get yeah. a little bit of time. But yeah. you just wouldn't. Like we know the data is coming out in Victoria and all that. Like, mm. you know, the mental health concerns that come from that and yeah. people that, you know, you were speaking to like, man, it was the fucking worst thing in the world, like not being connected. And, mm. and, it, and more so from all that, like, yeah, connected is like, yeah, Zoom calls and whatnot, but just even like that hu- human affection, like, Real, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, giving, you know, yeah. there's nothing better than like giving your mate a hug and, mm. um, you know, all that sort of stuff. And for me, you know, like that's an environment, like, like road rage, like I laugh because like someone that I'm yeah. like, yeah. Why, why are I'm you compelled to, rage. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> why are you so compelled to be so angry? But yeah. then I go, it could be like this environment and, and I'm not, like you can't be judgmental and I, I say that like yes. for some, the invo- like something could have just mm-hmm. happened, mate. Like yeah. Yeah. on the way there, they've, they've received some really shit news. They've just been fired or whatnot. Now that could be, they could just be like a complete wanker. But yes. I don't do that for that sense and I think, um, we are so quick to judge, you know, mm. and that's like that that, mm. that negative bias as well. But um, that human connection is so vital, mm. and it's like that the, the benefit of COVID. Uh, sorry, like we're not benefit COVID, <laughs> but like and social media and aside, like it's amazing when something happens and how people can come together. Yeah, mm. and then in hindsight, you go like, yeah, I mean, we we come together <laughs> like COVID, we're like let's all support each other, and then mm. we're like. 
um, and and a reflection. And I'd say we go like people are fuckheads and rah rah rah, and you're saying all this, and we're judgmental. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. Everyone comes together for a set, and then we go, yeah, was it really like uh, that sort of sense? And then there's other stuff, right? Yeah. Like the bushfires. People yeah. come together, right? And we like fundraise, and and in in this, these darkest moments, yeah. people come together. Mm. For like one purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then we're like, after that, we're like, nah. I got to do your own thing. Mm. Yeah, and you're done. Yeah. Like, nah, seriously, we're like, we, you know, collaboration is like this word that gets like so thrown around. And I'm yeah. like, man, I like people like, I want to collaborate. And like, no, you don't. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, you want to benefit yourself. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, we. um so don't accept our invite to collaborate <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> no, 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 but like in that sense, right? Like so, you know, like and there's, you see this genuine and people are so like, even as soon as like there's like growth, right? Which is like, you can see there's genuine authenticity in this say brand, but with, yep. with you guys, right? Like it stays grassroots. Like you could you could have gone bigger than Ben-Hur or, you know, like say obviously you've done your stuff with um, um Buddha, what's that word? Green Rapers, yeah, yeah. right. Like you could, you'd be like, nah, fuck those guys. Like, yeah. and, and as much as that yeah. works together and all that sort of yeah. stuff, but mm. you know, as soon as some people then get success, they're like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, like, nah, we are bringing like each other up. And I think that's, um, you know, often we, yeah, we we look at that. Like even from the mental health, so I always say this: people go like, what's your, uh, you know, ask that like, what's your ten year plan? And I was like, not in this job. Mm. Like, what do you mean? I go, mate. If I realistically, I know it's not, it's impossible. Yeah. But if I'm in this job, I'm re- literally not uh, looking at, it's, I don't want it to be sustainable. I want lives to be, yeah. so lo- lost to suicide to be zero. Now, I know that's yeah. not going to happen, mm. but that's what I'm trying to aim for, right? Yeah. Like it shouldn't be going, well, how do I make this organisation sustainable in yeah. 10 years' time? Yeah. Like it, m- it will shift, it'll p- I had the word pivot, but all that sort of stuff, right? But, you know, I think that's where that like we, you know, as humans, like in moments, we yeah. can come together and it's amazing. You're like, man, how cool is this, right? Mm, like, yeah. I guarantee you, right? Like, in, if, if, and I would hope so, I don't know if this is the case, but if you were like, man, I'm struggling, you got one mate that's going to pick you up, or you got all, you know, listeners mm, and yeah. people that would reach out to you, right? Like, and sometimes that's what people don't know how, how loved they are. Yeah. You know, like they, um, they look at it and they, but they see love in one, they see their girlfriend, you know, or their boyfriend. Mm. Or whatever, yeah. non-binary, or whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it may be, right? They see that, but then they re- don't realize there's a lot of other love out there. Yeah. Like I tell y'all all the time, hey, yeah, I can love you, mate. And, yeah, and or even I've done it at, at keynotes. I love every single person in this room, yeah. and they're like. There's a guy like, oh, sick. <laughs> gay, gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, but um. I think that's all, yeah, you have to share that. Well, I love the answer, and we found that with Interstellar as well. Yes, but love was the yeah, answer. In but the, the, uh, the whole gratitude thing, it just reminded me of something, maybe this has helped why I'm so, well, we're vulnerable. Mm. From when I was like 10, yep. when we'd sit down together, my, me, mum and my brothers, and we'd have to go around the table and do two things that we were grateful for. I love that. that. So just oh, that's two really things. Good. No, I still do it. Yeah. Like, do still, yeah, always. But Mate, that's cool. That's a nice practice. It's yeah. my it's my biggest shift and, and why I say that. Um I'll share this experience when I went up to the Kimberley and um oh man, it, it it'll, it's tough to share. Um was all arranging a trip up there and there was this like um was a reading the newspaper and there was like this tiny section nine year old girl took her own life. Mm. Um, like it smashed me like still. Mm. You know, I'm like man, especially so at nine to nine, think that right? there's no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So got up there and was like you know this whole experience and when I got up to Luma, 
uh, I was done. Like I was sort of like in terms of energy, like I was zapped, you know, yeah. like I'm sure like if you're after you're like coming from Calgary, like get me home, right? Yeah. So I was just like, man, I had a good I was coffee. Actually, I was actually pumped for today, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but at the end of today, it's yeah, going to yeah. be like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, it's but like I had no, like I'm a coffee snob, so Nescafe blends, so, like done, same. you know, like all <laughs> yeah. this sort of stuff, like no phone reception. It wasn't connected to people that I loved, you know, like all this mm. sort of stuff and it's hot. Um, but anyway, like I was at recess and then that moment I'm like looking and there's like pure joy and jubilation amongst all these kids' faces. Yeah. Like they were just unbelievably happy and i'm like man they were going through this really shit time like they just lost a peer yeah right like they didn't understand the magnitude of it all but i was like why are they so joyful yeah you know it was like that that, that connection to nature connection to spirituality happy that the perf- i don't know who i am they will never even beat a perf yeah. like they literally were googling me like you know they i, I could have said anything. Like yeah. Could have said, I'm Michael, well, maybe not Michael Jordan, I'm Luke Longley, right? <laughs> yeah. they, they bel- you know, all this sort of stuff. And you know, as you go big, di- big at digging a little bit deeper and I was speaking to a mentor of mine and a psychologist and that concept of gratitude and it's like rewiring your brain and, and focusing on that. And yeah. um, it's huge. Like it's, it's shifting that because we just have yeah. that negative bias, like that, that fear of flight response, you know, and, yeah. you know, we want to protect ourselves. That amygdala, you know, can get hijacked and all that sort of stuff like – you know, for me, gratitude is, is the one thing vital. I say that to my, like, we sit down at a dinner table every night and I say to my son, hey, what are you grateful for? He goes, oh, yeah. I don't know. What. I was like, what are you happy about? Yeah. You know, well, mm. you know, what was the best thing that happened to you today? Yeah. You know, and in that moment as well when you've, like, you know, like I might be preparing stuff for the gala dinner, right, or like I'm about to write an email to the people or whatever or preparing a speech and I'm like, Tyler, sit down. I'm like, that's my moment with mm. those kids. Give them attention. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, um, I think that's... Be present. Very, mate... Uh, the most valuable thing I've learned is give your kids attention. You know, yeah. Even if you're not in that moment, like, da, 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 and you're like flat, you're just like, hey, yeah. uh, I'll be with you in two minutes yes. and then I'll be with you because you don't want to be like, ignore them and then they see that as acceptable. Yeah. You know, so, but I, you know, I asked him, I remember for ages, my son would be like, oh, I'm super happy about dinosaurs. Like, there's no t-rex the dominus rex (laughs) what are you on about but for him like yeah it was just that moment for that family and i think like that it's huge like it has that benefits you know like Mm. i've got it on my phone you know who are you grateful for what do you got like and and there's moments and for me that's where it comes down to like you you want to tell people and you say are you okay yeah and i'm like man that's such a fucking thing a hard thing to ask and i was up to port headland last year you know, preparing for a speech, um, there was two blokes walked into the kitchen and they're like, um, and I'm like, going, the guy's like, oh, it's are you okay day? And he's like, yeah, cupcakes, you know, like, this is awesome. And the guy goes, how you doing? Shit, yeah. absolute shit. And I was like, oh, this is sick. You know, this is going to be really cool. Nothing was said. Like they just they just walked off. It wasn't Andrew Wolf, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really prepared that's, for that's this. That's what Wolf says. It's like yeah. people go, I'm not prepared for this. Yeah. Have a cup of tea and a lie down. And so he was just like, and then, um, but in that sense, right, it's like, you know, we did it with the Wildcats and, you know, other moments, like, what are you grateful for? Mm. You know, like, and when things are humming, when you're confident, like when life is good, you'll yeah. find happiness in the most simplest of things. Yeah. Man, I've, and like it was no peak hour traffic, good yeah. coffee, sun yeah. was shining, got to see your face. My heart, my son gave me a hug on the way yeah. out. Yeah. And when Boy. things are shit house, 
You'll it's, struggle to find gratitude in anything. Yeah. You'll find negatives in the best of things. You want a, you want lotto? Yeah, but I can't pay my mortgage. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to run out of money, you know. like Good coffee? Yeah, but it costs $7.80. Like, yeah. you know mm. what I mean? And so for me, that's where you can, like, as a human, mm. like, you value people. Like, if... yeah. If you said to me, I'm fucking feeling shit, or like, hey, let's grab a beer, coffee, whatever, let's have it, like, let's talk yeah. about yeah. it, right? But it's rare. Like, you, you know, like, yeah, you guys do it, yeah. but more, more than likely you're not. And I think that's like changing the whole messaging and implementing yeah. things like that that you can do as a family, mm. as a business, as podcast, you know, whatever it may be yeah. to, to sort of normalise that sort of behaviour. And also like sense. anything like I think um, it's important and then I, I've had situations where like the – they're almost sucking the energy out of you. That's yeah. where I'm like, well, I'm not okay right. now. Yeah. I need you to go yeah. to speak yeah, to somebody so and sure. sort yeah, it yeah, out yeah, professionally. Because yeah, sure. mm. sure. you get drained and do you do what you can. For sure. Because there, there is a I, – I see, yeah, and that side. I've seen yeah. that side yeah, from exactly. a, from friends, myself, and we'll have and the UW. And, yeah. and um, I think, like, sometimes just knowing you could call a friend and tell them, I knew that. I remember my experience on Christmas Eve two years ago. It was the first time I'd uh, we just going through our separation, and I had to drop my daughter off and not spend Christmas mm. Eve with her. And it was oh, I was a fucking <laughs> a sobbing, disgusting yeah. mess. Yeah. And I knew just call someone. And the thing that went through my head was I don't want to burden someone's lovely family up like Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like I don't want to fuck that up and make them worry about me. Yeah. I knew it was going to be temporary. It's going to be past. Is going to pass. Um, so I was just like, I won't burden anyone yeah. with my my. But if you did call, no one would think that exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but I, I, that's how I thought. And so fully aware of the fact that I should just call someone, and I still didn't. So yeah. I can understand how people who don't even realize just how much it, co- it helps. Because I remember the next time I really was struggling was recently with my mum going through some issues, and yeah. I, I was told you know potentially never going to speak to her again, and oh, yeah. I really struggled. For a t- for two minutes, it was fucking one o'clock in the morning, and I said this I think two weeks ago on the podcast. Um, I called one of my best mates who just happened to be in Mexico. The yeah. time difference, I didn't feel like I was bothering him, yeah, yeah. and I spoke to him for two minutes, and I felt completely yeah, fine again. Mm. And just by speaking, he was, and he's probably one of the better guys, Teddy, who I could have spoken to. He's very yeah. calm and um, logical about things and talks you through things. Yeah. I, I'm sure you could call people who just don't know what the yeah, fuck yeah, they're doing. Yeah, yeah, but he was able to just talk me through a few things, calm me down a little bit, and then I was like able to breathe and yeah. felt fine. So actually just by calling someone, yeah, just about, temporarily yeah. sorted it. If I had ongoing issues or whatever, I would definitely recommend going seeking some professional help. But yeah, And that's what I think um, is, is getting that plan. And yeah. I want to go back, like you said, Sobbing, disgusting mess. Yeah. I look at it and go, <laughs> yeah. sobbing, beautiful mess. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I go, man, like as a dad and I can understand and mm. well, I don't understand, but I can look at that and go, man. Oh, yeah. Like, nice. Absolutely. And yeah. I go, it's beautiful. Like it shows that you care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like imagine yeah. if you were like, sick beers with the boys. That'd be like, mate. Yeah. You know, that, that, that like mm. for I look and I go, man, as a dad, that's like the greatest Mm. measure yeah. you yeah. know what i mean like that that kids love it's it's tough but it's it's developing that plan like you know i you know naturally from a young age we all place in the, that importance from a physical health standpoint mm. like my son does yeah falls from a tree runs down hey dad gotta get band-aid yeah, yeah, legs, yeah. right like i'm bleeding all yeah. right no worries avengers put them on yeah, yeah. Dad, we gotta ones. call the ambulance yeah why oh because i gotta live 
Yeah. Like it, I'm like, man, it's okay. Like you're, you're fine. But from a young age, he's already embedded. Like you know, like you've got to play us this importance and your physical health. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and we hear that all the time. Like it, it's easier because you can't sit. You know, like we can um, broken arm. You can recognize it and all those sorts of things. Yeah. But I think you know, and no one like if someone was, I would hope, but on the middle of the road, like you. Hey, you're right. Like, what's going on here and whatnot? But yeah. just because you can't see it doesn't mean you don't play supports. Diabetes, heart condition, people can't see it. I still mm. play supports. Why? Fundamentally, they want to live as long as they c- possibly can. Yeah. What I'm trying to say that is, though, everyone still even has that base knowledge. Like, even yeah. from a young age, like my son, like uh, if even uh, maybe if he doesn't break an arm, I'm not going to fix it. But I'm like, all right, I know what I got to c- sort of do. Hey, raise it up a little bit, yeah, provide yeah, a yeah. little bit of support, and take him. Yeah. So it's even understanding that, like, well. Like someone that came to me, like, what would I do? Yeah. Right? Like in your normal job, if you didn't know what to do, you'd get the base knowledge. You don't just sit there and pretend and yeah. like go, oh, I'm gonna go. And so it's even just getting that base knowledge, like yeah. and, and understanding that, like, my job's not to fix you. Yeah. yeah. Like my job may be if I'm a psychologist, yeah, it yeah. might be a bit like our job as a human Find is to fucking oath. Yeah. yeah. It is though. It is triaging, yeah. like not to be like Man, like uh, I'm, I'm going to try because if I don't have the answers or believe, or like, or yeah, mm. correct. Like it's just to be like, hey, I value this, yeah. right? Like I'm going to help you get support though. Yeah, but like use me as well. Like I'll I'll take you to GP to go get you on that mental health yeah. plan. Mm. Hey, call this number, whether that's a, a Beyond Blue or a Lifeline or the Suicide Callback Service, or yeah. reach out. Like I'll I'll stay here with you. To make the phone call. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to be there in that point. And don't go, like, I value that. Thank you for sharing. Bye. Um, <laughs> yeah. See you later. Like, well, I'll catch you. I'll, I'll reach out to you next week. Right. Yeah. And then it's, that, it's like, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll value it and I'll wait for you. And, and mm. even going, hey, if this, and if it doesn't work, sweet, like, let's, let's try something oh, new yes. or what. Yeah. And, you know, and mm. that might be as simple as, like, or what do you need? Oh, yeah. mate, I just need, or hey, do you want to start going to the gym together so we sort of work out? Yeah. Do you want me to just text you? I like to see how you're doing. Like, yeah. again, will you find like there's mental health complex? Yeah. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, I, there's a guy uh, that I talk to quite a bit who goes through some shit, and that's like, what do you need right now? And he goes, mate, just if you can just come catch up with me and for a coffee, and just I just want to talk to someone that I'm not like close to. Yeah. I don't know, mm. like. I mean, man, I'm not close. Like, <laughs> you've shared a lot of things. I'm <laughs> like, no, no, no. Like, that's fine. Just I'll hold space. Like, yeah. and it's more because he, I know, he knows I'm not coming and being like, you shouldn't do that, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you need to do this. I'm like, hey, awesome. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? We, we sort of go through it. So. I've always, um, anytime someone's got issues, I don't know if this is a skill or a strategy anyone uses. I just go, do you want me to listen or do you want me to help? Yeah. And then first, it. if it's listen, I mm. fucking. I have to hold my tongue. Absolutely. But, you know, usually you it's with a, with a, a girl, you know, um, do you want me to listen or do you want me to help? Because they'll be like, I just want you to fucking listen. Mate, it's I don't need your help. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Same with the wife why. as well. Yeah. And that's the thing because there's times, oh, man, I'm the same as well. Like, yeah. And she, I'm like, I didn't want you to give me an answer. Yeah. I wanted you to tell me I'm right. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you just like vent and you're like, man, and then you're like, you get it out. So it's like the same, it's like in the car when you just like scream, you're like, oh, Good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you just yeah. need to do that. Um, yeah. Talking about Wolfie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, no, no. Great. Um, a little segue. Yeah. I was in the uh, audition with him for Survivor. Oh no way! And I thought <laughs> it was a fucking stitch up. I thought he <laughs> was planted as a seed. Like I thought he was an, a paid actor. He was the most unhinged. Oh. <laughs> so I am tagging. I'm clipping this up yeah. and I'm tagging oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Oh, so we 
I like rock up first and I'm like, because I've never done anything like this. They had like, and it was like, can you apply? I'm like, yeah. And that's the only show I wanted to be. If I was single, absolutely like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, yeah, I'm going Survivor. Don't want to look like a complete bell end, whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like, um, I like <laughs> have the, like we rock up and they're like full proper. It's like, um, you know, there's no phones, no interaction. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. He rocks up. He's 15 minutes late. <laughs> and he's like, hey, guys. Obviously, like, so loud. And he's like, is this Survivor? And everyone's like, don't want to say a word because they don't know if it's part of the game yet. And he's like, and then he's, like, going, he's filling in, he's talking. And then someone's like, you're not allowed to talk. And he's like, yeah, all right. And he's, like, talking. And he's, like, looking at me. He's like... Not serious, and he's but it's loud. It's fucking hilarious. And then he's like on his phone, and then he's like takes a phone call. <laughs> How long do you reckon this would be? And then like they're like, I was like, this is has to be. Like, we go in this room. Maybe it was. What? <laughs> no, I hit no, him. No, 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 he was because remember we've got a podcast about him talking about what he would do on Survivor. So. That's oh, why yeah. I saw him afterwards. Because, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> was, I think it was just pre, prior COVID. It was like a long time, but it was hilarious. So then we in the room. They literally separate the um the like into two tribes. Yeah. And it was actually like very weird because they. It was a game. As soon as they were like, doors closed, like, game's on. And you're yeah. like, what do you mean the game? And so, like, everyone introduced yourself and, like, mm. some, and there's, like, people with, what, like, this guy wore, like, colourful socks and he's, like, sharing a story. No, it's like Big Brother auditions. Everyone's trying to be this yeah. person oh. that they're not. Yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. It's like, this lady, annoying. like, goes and then she's, like, looking at them and tries to, like, give people shit. And, um, and then, like, she's like, I wouldn't do it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We're not actually in the game. Like, yeah. And then, like, this guy literally, like, stand, like, as she's talking, takes forever. Yeah, stands in front of her and is like, "All right, you've had your moment." And then, like, so I was like, "Oh, he's gonna be the, like the bully of the." And I was like, "This, this really happened." Like, yeah. and yeah. they have this competition, and he's just erratic. Yeah. Like, he's just like yelling. Oh no, Wolfie is just like yeah. Okay. And so then they had to do. I think he actually got voted off. Like, <laughs> so then you had to choose like tribe leaders and yeah. I was like nah choose him because he's like an absolute <laughs> shit show and um, but then it was hilarious because then I was like yes. I was like I'm going to play the game I'm like yeah. um, like when they voted uh, I was just like because uh, they were like oh I introduced yourself and I was like made up a story and I was like they're going to know I'm a Perth Wildcats player yeah. so yeah. I was like yeah I'm a youth counsellor for like um, like Red Cross or something can't remember and then someone's like no you're not and they're like, oh, you're playing the game. And yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, guys. Anyway, yeah. but we did this. And so then you actually had to vote people off. Yeah. And I was, remember saying like to um, like this chick, okay, oh, you know, he um, tried to get you voted off. Like Wolfie. And she's like, what? And he was like, yeah, during the competition, he like said to me, hey, vote he her off. Like, <laughs> and then like, so they fully like, she's like, hey, he just said. And so you he, fucked Wolfie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then Wolfie's like laughing. He loved it. He's like, yeah, I did. We can do it. And I was like, like me and him were just like laughing back and forward. And then I was like, so it was just, and then like you get voted, like you're voted off and then it's just done. They're like, see you later. We'll oh. call you tomorrow. And I was just oh, like, wow. What just happened? And then anyway, they called back. I had like a second interview and I was like, I need to find out because that surely was, it was a setup. Yeah. And when he was on the show, I like hit him up and I'm like, brother, like <laughs> please tell me you <laughs> were a plant. Like you were, you know, yeah. orchestrating. He's yeah. like, nah. Like, nah, that's yeah. my personality. Yeah. <laughs> and it was hilarious too because when he was like how, he was like, I would have been like, 
Yeah, kill him. He goes, I want to kill someone. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah, he would, I would, That's I would right. have been like, my dick out. Yeah. And like, I was like, he would have been. Like, would. I would have been. He should have been on the show because they would have not been able to control him. Oh, yeah. oh fuck. Yeah. fuck. He might have needed you to go with him for the mental health. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, yeah. No, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, that's a great <sighs> little end uh, story yeah. to the uh, episode. Yeah. Um, Mate, that was fucking incredible, it's actually. It was really chat. good. Cathartic. We haven't I'm, had a... I'm um, grateful. Thank you for coming. Yeah. <laughs> I have gratitude. We haven't had a, um, pissed off. Like yeah. a bit of a mental health chat for a while, so it's yeah. uh, really good. So uh, do you want to uh, plug Stitch in Time yeah. and all that? I guess? Yeah, no. Nah. I'm talking about Club. No, nah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Stitch in Time. Um, mate, we, we run workshops all in schools, sporting clubs, um, organisations all over WA. So, mm. um, yeah, it's, it's that preventative and education piece. So we, what we try and do is, you know, team of facilitators who are all um, so current and elite athletes. So yep. someone was actually on your show before, uh, Blair Evans is one yep. of our facilitators. And cool. psychologists come through and ratify what we do. So you've got your evidence-based approach, but you've got lived experience combined with that education. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was fortunate enough to be in a couple of studies, but, you know, if you've got a psychologist and you've got a role model, that listens to the role model. Mm-hmm. You know, like if Nick and Adanui, oh, I mean, maybe not everyone likes him anymore, but um, if he walks into a room and there's a psych with 50 years of experience, yeah. they're listening to Nick and Ad, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They're not so, you know, it's using a combination of that, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like ingraining him, not diminishing what they have, the psychologist, and, and, and they're placing that importance. I think that's what makes us really special. We have that psych on our team that... Mm. And this might happen and we might go, hey, like we've got our psychs that can provide that, that support. So, yeah, massive. Um, yeah, as I said, so if anyone wants to do it in a sporting club or they're, they're an educator or they've got a kid like, yeah, schools, we obviously support that. We run a gala dinner every year, um, November 11th it is this year. Um, unique concept waiters on the night are, yeah, high profile people, Danny Green. Why uh, well, so yeah. oh, they come out and serve They used to... Um, yeah, so they they serve you. They hard downs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to um, Brad Hogg. Um, we used to Spit run in actually, your fucking. Well, we used to pour wine, and so the, we lost the sort of uh, responsible service of alcohol. So now it's literally like food. But yeah, so yeah, we've had some massive Taj Burrows, uh, Peter Ball. Um, yeah, like yeah, a pretty a good crew. But Thank it's you. again we. Yeah, for us, it's it's that like you know normalizing conversation. Like it's Luke Shuey spoke last year, um, legend. He was one of those guys that was like, man, you know, I, I thought mental health is just a mm. not a, not a thing that you sort of do. But now being in it, um, going through so not not his own, but seeing other people go through it and understanding that well, he lost yeah. his sister. Yeah, yeah massive. Him, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that's ignored. the thing. I think you know is that some of those people, you know, he goes through a situation like that, and everyone be like, oh, if you did go through depression, mm. you would never go, oh, understandable. Yeah. And so, but he didn't. So yeah. that mm. was his initial, yeah. was like, nah, it's yeah. not it. It's, it's, it's how you define yeah. it and, and what that looks like. But then as he got more and more and more so from a kid's, uh, yeah. I think when you become a parent, right, like that shifts a lot of mm. um, things. I and, and know yet, that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. of, mate. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, talking yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations yeah. for being in Carafa. Yeah. That, yeah. That's not much to, not much to do up there. So, yeah. yeah. Um, sick. I've foolishly said that the next ultra – 
that I run is going to be donated to <laughs> a stitch in time, which means now I have to run another ultra. There you go. <laughs> I'll partake. Every time when he does it, it, goes, I'm never going to do it again. Yeah, yeah. that's part of it, right? That's <laughs> massive. Yeah. So when is it? Uh, we did it the same day as the gala last year. Yeah, so wow. um, oh, there you go. maybe we'll do the same thing. Finish at the gala. Mate, perfect. Oh. And then get sourced. There you go. We'll, we'll bring well, you in. Now, <laughs> um, yeah. That's actually a good idea. Maybe we can coordinate that yeah. and finish at the gala. I've yeah. got a wedding on November 11th, I know. For You're a celebrant, right? Yeah. Mm. So. When's the wedding? Uh, no, it's on November wedding. 11th. It's down south. Uh, yeah. Mm. You can drive back. Yeah. Delby uh, knows I've his I've dates very well as well. Yeah, well, I know this. That's amazing. Yeah. Because knowing of the worst celebrant in the world, Damien Martin. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> he's doing the competition. Like, oh, mate, he's the most unorganised human being I'm, in the world. That's yeah. what I've heard. <laughs> I know Daniel Delby celebrant. Yeah, I've heard. If the notice of intended marriages, there is not one done before uh, after <laughs> like prior 30 days. minute days. Yeah. It is every single one. Yeah. There, so. Yeah, you need to be. Well, oh. I know specifically because this particular wedding is for a guy who I have one of my best jokes about the oh, Dave okay. joke oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His oh it's his wedding okay yeah. cool okay so it's a joke about him yeah his How? name's not Dave that's a, a fake name but you've name. based okay. it on but there now about. I'm gonna figure out who you've done yeah. <laughs> can I talk celebrate for the last this yeah, yeah, yeah of course yeah so are you keeping it professional or comedic both, is this uh, both. yeah you, so my weddings are like nothing you've seen yeah. so like I write the script based on what they've told me, but I throw in fuckloads of stand-up. But yeah. I'm also good at being sentimental, so I write Have in to. nice shit. Yeah. But sometimes being funny makes it nice as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but everything I do, the couple will approve. So I'll read it to them first, so yeah, there's awesome. no spanners in the works. Mm. But like, I've got jokes. Like My favourite one is on my Insta, this couple, they're wicked, Steph and Tim. I go, how did you know she was the one? So he told me. So I just wrote what he said. I go... Tim knew Steph was the one when he ran from Claremont to the city at 3 a.m. He wasn't wearing a belt, but he was definitely buckled. <laughs> it was an MD amazing experience. Ah, <laughs> like, they loved it and it yeah. blew up. So, like, little things like that. Yeah. Mm. But you need to, yeah, because I, I got my celebrancy license. Oh, nice. And well, I just, like, because Damo was a cheap ass and then asked me to do it, do his wedding. But it's the worst thing I've ever, like. Really? <laughs> I just, <laughs> like, I love it, but I'd rather, like, I want to be, like, you want to be. Just relax. Yeah, like, oh, I love it. Yeah, man. no, but yeah. I did Damo's wedding, someone because Damo couldn't do it, I reckon, and so yeah. I was like a last minute call in and my parents, like yeah, my nice. mum remarried and then so it was like That's a cool thing. Yeah. And then I like let it lapse. Yeah. I was like never doing them ever again. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. you work, and that's the thing. Like yeah, you don't want to be putting in dick jokes, and then like they look back at the video and like, it's <laughs> <laughs> well, like bounce when they're good when, dick jokes. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> I always that's the thing. I remember like saying to the the groom like the vows and they yeah. go, I will massage your feet every night. And you're like, no, you're not. And it's yeah. a vow. Like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell them, yeah, I'll make the vows funny. I go, you can always promise what you're not going to do. Yeah. yeah. So they go, I promise that I'm, you know, not going to say I'll be home on a Friday <laughs> when, I, when I'm not, you know. Nah, awesome. Um, all right. Well, uh, John Elliott will be here in a second for our next episode. Uh, what we're going to do in one round of the camels. That's yes. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Hey, I thought you already had him. Yeah, he's yeah. coming back awesome. to talk. He's, he's, Is he still rocking around with camels? No, nah, we've we'll got some other stuff, and he's just lost an eye. So I don't know if he's waiting outside or whatever. He lost the what? He's lost, lost his vision in, in one of his eyes. Bull, got bull, bull whipped. Bull whipped. We'll talk about that with him after this. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Nuts, so, but uh, yeah. thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for your time. Nah, my appreciate it. Appreciate Sorry it. my Thank plane you. was delayed. No, don't worry. I'm Silly. just grateful that we have <laughs> air travel. <laughs> 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 little things, mate. All good. Sick. Yeah. Yeah.